If you're searching for a wrestling podcast that's filled with fun, this is definitely David Boy Smith's yeah, finest it is. fucking moment. He goes, he fell on his ass. He <laughs> <laughs> fell on his ass. <laughs> Couple of haters. Couple of haters. Couple haters. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling nostalgia. I will take you back to May 26. 1996. It was a stormy night. <laughs> the wind was howling. <laughs> Latest pro wrestling news and rumours. We've heard about the situations between WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And hilarious tangents. Oh, what the fuck Let's is not tangent off. No <laughs> Samoan spikes. <laughs> <Yeah. That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> Then look no further. Join your hosts, James, Stu, and Johnny, and subscribe to Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Top Turnbuckle Podcast with myself, Stu. Hello, I'm Johnny. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. And I'm James. And right, we'll um, this this month's episode we'll be talking about our uh, three top three worst storylines, our favourite money in the bank cashing, and just discussing general shit that's been going on in the last month of uh, pro wrestling circuit. And also we are straight off the back of SummerSlam, so we'll be discussing that at the end of the episode as well. Yeah, I'm tired. Yes, one, one, of, one of us here stupidly decided to stay up all night watching it live. Um, two of us are feeling quite fresh-faced. Yeah, not too bad, actually. I'm sure you'll figure out which one of us it is. <laughs> I can't even remember what fucking topics I chose. <laughs> um, right, should we go straight into it then? Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Right, our top three worst storylines. Who, who wants to pick this one up first? Well, I usually start, so I'm not going to. Go on then, Shall I go first? Go. Right, okay. Right, bear me one second. Right, well, what should I go for first? I haven't got any, well, they're not in any order, so... Am I the only one that doesn't mean order? <laughs> I think you might be. Oh, fuck a area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do... Binding order. Oh, I feel like I should have now. Pressure's on now, mate. Um, Not like peer pressure or anything, but you know. I'm just going to throw them out there and just go for it. Maybe I'll decide later. (laughs) Okay, the very first pick that I am going to go for is the Hornswoggle McMahon storyline. This is awful. So, I'm going to tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) And this story includes mystery. Suspense, suspension, drama, explosions, murder, a billionaire, and the leprechaun. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry, worry about the leprechaun. There's more worse stuff in there than that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I love the way you do that, by the way, Johnny. Because that just makes it so much more dramatic than it actually is. I was, this so, is hope, I was so hoping you were going to go for the it was a dark and stormy night. I did think that. I thought of the last one. I thought I have to. I've got to carry on now. I might get a t-shirt made up. It was a dark, stormy night. Okay, so um, the year was two thousand and seven. Now, if the story had gone to plan. It could have been really good and much different. So, 
I'll tell you about the beginning. Vince McMahon, he was leaving the ring. He'd been on Raw. Um, he walked to the back, walked past all the wrestlers who were all lined up um, to his waiting limousine, which was waiting outside. Now, as he closes the door, boom! An explosion. The limo explodes into a fiery wreckage. The world was left thinking that Vincent Kennedy McMahon was dead. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> now, this became such a story that the WWE lowered their WWE flags on top of um, Titan Towers to sort of half mast. Um, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Fucking ridiculous! Me? Yeah, they, they lowered it all. They um, yeah, they mentioned it on the show, and just like oh. Vincent Man's dead. What's going to happen to the company and everything now? Now, I'm going to tell you what the original plan was. Go for it. Now, the original plan was Linda McMahon, his wife, was going to be behind the explosion. And she'd be found out and she'd get arrested. It was then going to be revealed that Vince had another son who worked for the WWE. Right. This mysterious son would then take Vince's place, leading to a feud with Triple H over the company, which would lead to a match at WrestleMania. Only for Vince to return back from the dead and reveal it was all part of a plan to take full control of the company. And do we want to talk about who that individual was? What, the, the, the planned individual, the original <laughs> yeah. plan. Yeah, the planned individual. The planned individual was Mr. Kennedy. Yes. Yeah, it's a shame. Yep. That is a massive, massive shame. It, he was a perfect pick for it. He even had Kennedy's last name. Vince McMahon yeah. had Kennedy his middle name. Yeah. Um, and there was an interaction backstage where they meet for the first time and Mr. Kennedy actually walks off like Vince McMahon. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. What could go wrong? It was a great story, drama, mystery, a mid-card talent moving into the main event a scene. great talent, to say the least. Kennedy was brilliant. What could go wrong? Well... What could go wrong? <laughs> what could saying? go wrong, Johnny? <laughs> Chris Benoit double murder suicide <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. just to point out the fact we weren't laughing at the fact that he did <laughs> I, I, I just no, want no, to reiterate no, no, the you, fact you, there you guys are making me laugh because <laughs> not not because I wasn't laughing so I fucking knew what was coming yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah Benoit's death meant that the WWE could no longer talk about the fake death on TV yeah yeah. Um, so all they could really do now was just kind of move along and reveal the mystery son. But then, dun, 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 dun. Mr. Kennedy, the mystery son, is involved in a steroid scandal outside of the WWE, and he's suspended. Now, not only have they lost <laughs> the fake death, they've also lost the main guy who was going to play Vince's son. And we've also lost that key push. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. More That's than gone. anything, that key push that he should have rightly have got. Yep. So, August 6th, McMahon's in the ring, leaves the building, exactly the same as before, pretty much. Uh, they redo it all. He goes to the waiting limousine in the parking lot, opens the door, about to close the door, and Jonathan Coachman walks up to him, stops him and tells him that he's being sued and he has an elite. A little bit. I can never say that word. Start it again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say it. A son. A, legit, a Illegitimate. A legitimate son. That's the one I'm going for. 
<laughs> working for the company. Oh, so they build this up for the next few months. Um, there's a lawyer. He's given away clues as to who it could be. <laughs> then <laughs> have you seen this? Yeah, I've seen it. I'm laughing at your oh. facial expressions again. It's, it's because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to like the finally all the wrestlers are in the ring, around the ring, up the ramp. Um, and he's slowly giving these like clues away. It's like a human game of guess who. Some he talks the... about that, didn't he? <laughs> Some of the clues involved: your son has a fondness for gold. Your son is extreme. Your son's skin is fair. And Vince starts replying: my son's Caucasian. My son's Caucasian. So bad. Finally, comes down to Triple H and the Sandman in the ring. He then says, your son likes to play the game. So obviously everyone thinks it's Triple H. Yeah. And that would have been quite interesting as well because Triple H is already married to yeah. Vince's daughter. Yeah. So that's, how would they have explained that around the dinner table? Oh. Well, Vince would have loved that because Vince, as we're going to find out, has had some really strange ideas. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're kidding. <laughs> when? <laughs> wait wait until you hear some of mine. <laughs> now, um, yeah, he likes to play the game. Um, and that game includes hide and seek. Connect Four, Jenga, um, tw- uh, Twister. Um, I can't think of any oh. other games, but I'm sure there's a few. Um, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle is the mystery son. Oh. Now, Hornswoggle is the short person, aged 40 plus, but he's made out to be like a child. Um, as the weeks go on, Vince would show uh, disdain for him, his new son. He's <laughs> 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 shit, isn't it? He starts putting him in matches um, or in harm's don't, way. Don't, don't he put him in a match for the Great Carly? He does, yeah. He yeah. puts him in a match for Great Carly. Yeah. Um, he even gets put into a match for Vince in a cage. Yeah. And Vince is just whipping him like a child with his belt. Oh, um, there's one example where he's in the back and um, Carlito Caribbean Cool is in the locker, locker room waiting for Hornswoggle. And he comes in. And who's more scarier than Carlito Caribbean Cool eating an apple? <laughs> He's <laughs> standing there eating one of his five a day and uh, Hornswoggle <laughs> <laughs> comes running through right and then Carlito starts chasing Horny starts chasing after him <laughs> you're doing a better job of hyping this up than me <laughs> Horny would then paint a black wall paint a black thing on the wall and just run through it Carlito's standing there thinking, can I run through this? He runs through it, smacks into the wall. Yeah. His apple goes flying. Oh, never to be seen again. Yeah, let's not insult the uh, <laughs> intelligence of the fans, hey, guys? No. Fucking hell. Do you know what? That's so much talent at that point. I know. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and this is the best they could come up with. I'm still not finished. Oh, <laughs> still God. more to come. Um... The coach gets involved. He gets blown up in the ring with these like, fireworks under the ring or something. Um, I mentioned about the great Carly and Vince. Yeah. Um, and now JBL's got involved. Um, and JBL actually finds out that Hornswoggle isn't Vince's son. It was revealed that Finley was actually Horny's father all along. <laughs> I thought I could call him Horny, but... <laughs> 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 Um, we got easy here, <laughs> <laughs> we have only five minutes to be fair Johnny you've sold this miles fucking oh. better than it actually is it's oh, so it's, fucking yeah. bad um, yeah so um, where was I yeah um, so yeah it was revealed that Finley was his dad yeah. um, and 
Vinley and Hans Hogg were working with the other McMahons to conspire against Vince this whole time. So after six months of this whole build-up, you would think... Is that how long it went for? Six months. Yeah, and I I was just about to say this. With all this build-up, I'll I'll just bring this out, Johnny. With all this fucking build-up that they've done, it results in an opening match at WrestleMania 24. That is as far as it goes... And it doesn't even oh. involve Vince anymore. Vince it involves re- JBL yeah. versus Finley. And Vince had removed himself from the storyline as far as possible. So, so obviously he knew how shit it was after, what, <laughs> yeah. four months, five months? Do you think Finley would be like after the person who'd like belittled his son and it got all. it all in yeah. but no, he didn't want nothing to do with it. So he removed himself. Oh, I can't imagine why he'd have done that. <laughs> um, even at the end of the match, JBL won. There was no like... <laughs> yeah. no, like, it was no redemption it could have been uh, you know who wins custody of Hornswoggle yeah. match Horny got a trash can <laughs> thrown <laughs> at him <laughs> <laughs> that was it shit. never mentioned again the end well thank god for that um, <laughs> right. I, think you put, I think you put a really positive slant on it like if yeah, I would have right. done that I would have trashed <laughs> the fuck out of it I've, I've got nothing to add I, no, I have nothing to add to that. No, yeah. I um, the only thing that I'd like to add, which <laughs> I, I thought was hilarious within the whole thing, and this is the only thing I remember about the whole storyline, is the Paul London incident where he's laughing yes. at Vince in the corridor. I think that's the yeah. most talked about thing yeah, that yeah. actually come out of this whole storyline. Yeah, and he got in trouble for doing that because he wasn't meant to. Um, yeah, and then ev- everyone at the time thought actually because he was laughing, Paul London was either the was son the or right. the killer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. Yeah. So there we go. Five right. minutes in. There we go. Happened. That's that's one down. Who wants to go next? Yeah. Yeah. I'll. You go. Go on. Yeah. All right. Mine's a really, um, really quick one, and as always, I do mine in order. So my number three pick is John Cena burying the Nexus. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. absolutely fucking pointless. It wasn't needed. No. You had a great bunch of talent there, up and comings. Um, that's one of the best debuts for a stable I've ever seen. Um, still holds up now. When it came on Raw and just wrecked the place. Oh yeah, Daniel Destroyed Bryan got fired all. straight after it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a brilliant debut. It was a brilliant feud that was going on, and the whole scene of burying him. It was all super Cena, wasn't it? Just yeah, be, yeah. He'd never it was, lose. It just it, the whole thing just came over as ego over talent. Um, I so, did see an interview a little while ago with John Cena, and he said he regrets. That's one thing he does regret is that storyline. He uh, wish he hadn't won. Yeah, um, yeah, he shouldn't have won. No, he shouldn't have. No, hands down. No, it should never have happened. That that was a feud that could have gone on. That is a stable that still, I think, still could have been active now. Yeah, Possibly without you know, with all the cuts and everything that had happened. But that's that's you know, that was a that was a real, real good bunch of young you know yeah. young lads that were coming and it was through. The first time something like that had happened, I think. Yeah, like, absolutely. I anything prior to that I, really I, happening? Yeah, I can't remember a debut of a group of guys coming on there and literally tearing the ring up. They destroyed the whole Yeah, they destroyed the whole it. set. Yeah, and strangled Michael Cole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all would like to do sometimes. <laughs> Didn't John Cena actually join the Nexus as well for a short time? Uh, he was forced to. Yes. That's yeah, right. that was his yeah. stipulations from yeah. the match, wasn't it? Yeah, he was forced in, to do their bidding or yeah. some shit. I'm sure then there was, series or something. Then there was one Cena. One Cena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Basically, John Cena was not allowed to... Basically, he was banned. I yeah, think he had yeah. to retire if he if he 
think he was the referee in a match against yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if he didn't Sorry. call it, if he didn't call it Nexus one, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Then he was gonna get. Well, he'd have to fucking retire. So <laughs> yeah. basically, he come back and said, "I'm not John Cena anymore. I'm one Cena." <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's just fucking awful. It's it's painful to watch. Not not you know not in a physicality way, but I mean it is that it's disappointing. It's you know much like we've said for quite a few things before in the past. It's insulting to the fans. Mm. Their their pop when they're on their debut was amazing, and every time they came on, they had heat. But they were liked because they had heat. I think Wade Barrett really really suffered. Massively, I think he really yeah, yeah. really Massively. suffered. I think. I, I read something recently as well that the, the Nexus wasn't the only time where they were going to pull the trigger on Wade. They yeah. were actually going to do it. Do you remember, funny that we're talking about the money in the bank, uh, cash-ins later. Yeah. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan won it? Yes. yes. Yeah, I watched that not long ago, actually. I think it was Daniel Bryan. It might have been Daniel Bryan or Kane. It was one of those two. If you out there guys have heard this story, then you can correct me on which one it was uh, Wade Barrett was actually scheduled to win yeah right up until the day yeah that is and, the Daniel Bryan win yeah and, yeah. and they they changed it because Vince weren't feeling it because you also had Heath Slater was in there yeah um, I can't remember the guy's name short brown hair very acrobatical uh, just oh yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah South thought, African I, guy yeah he was brilliant Mm. Yeah, Justin Gay was on a couple of those episodes of um, Total Divas, <laughs> season one. Let's not even go into that right now. We know your issues with watching <laughs> that show, yeah. Johnny. Does that go back that fucking yeah. far? Yeah. Well, Jesus. So what's well, he doing on there well, anyway? Who's he interested? Well, now I don't know if he's on there now. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when then. you watch now. Um, what do you mean when he's on there? No, yeah, he's on fucking season one. He was dating someone. And then I think he had a falling out with Fandango over some woman. It might have been Summer Rae. I love Fandango. Okay, that's interesting. I know it was Eva Marie, I think. It was, yeah, it was Summer. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah, you'll we'll have, have to, to watch it long. Well, you can. No. <laughs> I'm not, no. You no. can, Johnny. You no. can watch it, mate. You <laughs> anyway, just give us the highlights, still mate. still seven seconds to watch. There's our first tangent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've got nothing else to add. That, that's my first choice. I think he three. could have become champion at some point if he'd been given the opportunity properly to um, Wade Barrett, Barrett yeah. he, should, he should have been should given have been. It, the, the trigger should have been pulled on him yeah, basically yeah, and he, he should have during the Nexus the Nexus were really really yeah. hot as hell at that point yeah, massively and them having the belt and taking control of the belt would have been really really interesting yeah, yeah. what is he doing now is he just commentator he's just, just a commentator can he stay wrestle I think he can still wrestle can't he I just don't yeah I just don't think he wants to he, he had a dream, apparently, to want to commentate for Preston North End. He's a Preston North he End is. fan. Yes, and I think <laughs> that that was what he went into doing. You know, when he left for a little yeah. while, yeah. I think he, he wanted to be, you know, like on the website where they have... Uh, oh, like the, fan, the fans commentary. Uh, well, not just the fans commentary, but like a website usually will have like the commentator for the club, right? Doing doing that. I think yeah. he was that. Oh, okay, fair enough. He was happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. I quite liked him when he came back as Bad News Barrett as well. Oh, yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got some bad news. <laughs> I like when he came back and goes, um, "It's me, it's me, it's B and D." 
Oh. Over to you, James. <laughs> okay, two down, one to go. Okay, so my first one. It I can't this already. Just it, because, give you because it is. Because well, it, it is. is. It's a shit storyline. Uh, yeah, and my first one is the whole Dawn Marie, Tory Wilson, and Al oh, Wilson yeah. love triangle. <laughs> Does anyone remember this? Sadly, yeah. yes. I think this happens around about 2004. I could be wrong. Maybe, I think it was 2003. Was it? Yeah, yeah, 2003, 2004. It starts off with Dawn Marie and Tori Wilson having, like, it's a bikini showdown, isn't it? What yeah. do they even call that? Like, swimsuit, swimsuit contest. Yeah. Yeah. And... Tori Wilson keeps winning and Dawn Marie gets pissed off. So, Dawn Marie starts going after Tori Wilson's dad, Al Wilson. And it's just all about sex and weird. And it's, <laughs> it, it comes from the mind of Vince. I, 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 it wasn't actually her real dad though, was it? I don't think I have no idea I hope not I fucking hope not I don't think it was but anyway um, the story moves on and there's just so much shit in here I don't want to give it a lot of time you know where you guys have been <laughs> yeah. like yeah this is and all this because it's so shit right there's one point where they get married on and they just and yeah, underwear. Yeah, yeah and they decide to get married I mean they say naked you know and it's an old man with her and all it is is it's just this elaborate plan to get back at Tory. Yeah. And the fact that Dawn actually secretly has a crush on Tory. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And they they have Dawn Marie and Al. I'm sorry, I keep bringing this up, guys. They have like mammoth sex sessions and things, and this plays throughout SmackDown. And at one point. It gets all serious and Al has died from a cardiac arrest. And they... uh, (laughs) Even Michael Cole and Taz are laughing about it because it's so shit, even though it's meant to be serious. Honestly, expecting anyone else involved backstage and the performers and the fans watching this to be... Taking this seriously, it's just it's, a waste of time, it's and it's crap. <laughs> Doesn't it lead to the wake as well? On a, yeah, yeah, it, yeah because right. they have a fight, and the fucking casket goes <laughs> down with over. him in it. Yeah. yeah, and then she smashes something over a Tory's head as well, I think. Yeah, and then a vase or a picture. It all out. comes down again. This is the this is the fucking build up and the crescendo to this grudge match. That lasts around about four minutes. Four minutes too <laughs> and, fucking long. And it's, it's stepdaughter versus stepmother as well. Isn't yeah, it? Oh, and, and, and Dawn Marie comes down all dressed in black, right, and yeah. it's crap. It's, it's just crap and tasteless and shit. It's that early two thousands Vince, though, isn't it? I've I've got another one of his. I mean, I can't actually place this on Vince because I don't know if he actually did this or not. It comes across the sort of thing that Vince would come up with, especially when I go on to my next one. (laughs) But that's it, guys. You know, there's not much. I I don't really want to give it a lot of fucking time. 
Nine times out of ten, we usually at the end of these top three segments go, <laughs> go on YouTube, we go on the network and check them no, out. No, don't. don't. Don't fucking watch don't. any don't of them. Don't bother. Any of these sections we talk about, don't bother watching yeah, them. Yeah, there's nothing dreadful. There's nothing positive about Absolutely this. It's nothing. fucking horrendous. It's actually it's, it's torture for your yeah, brain. This, this is the one and only time that I'm sending you out a direct warning. <laughs> Do not fucking Stay watch away. any of these. They are that bad. I'm pretty sure I remember on WWE.com a few years later there was this thing going on where Al Wilson has been spotted and each week oh. or each month yeah was I, like think there was. I think there was oh, it's fucking crap and Al Wilson I mean why is he even like a figurehead in it and so important <laughs> but they had you know when they do the, the special memorials yeah, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. have like in memory of yeah. name and yeah. then with the date they even have one of them and they have. I'm sure they had everyone in the ring. I'm sure they fucking did. Did they ever carry on after the match, or was it just dropped after that? It was dropped. And because the, feu- the feud, the, you know, this is a life, serious <laughs> fucking life event. But the feud, according to WWE, is over after Tory fucking wins. <laughs> like, are they still Jesus like Christ. stepdaughter and stepmother now? Fuck after all knows, mate. I, I, I well, don't know. I think they just dropped it as these quick are as they could. Well, I'll go on Twitter and tweet Tory Wilson because you know, <laughs> she listens. I'm sure some <laughs> fuckers on Reddit will probably still be to, talking uh, about uh, it. I don't ask Vince, but it's a bit hard to get hold of him at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Allegedly. done. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Right, back to Tony then. Back to me. Number two. Number two. Okay. Right, I'm going to go for Vince and Shane McMahon versus the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and the Almighty One. And I don't mean Bobby Lashley. (laughs) I I mean... I mean the the OG. The OG. God Almighty. I'm going to start off by saying, as a a warning, I actually like this. And I'm not not actually going to go into my views on why I do, but... I, I, I do not, actually I'm like out. this. I am. Um, <laughs> I'm tapping out of this one. You can right just out. tell it, Johnny. But yeah. I, okay. You're there, is, there is some actually funny parts to this, to be honest. But um, <laughs> there is some parts that probably shouldn't be touched. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into them all. Um, so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, now it's December 2005. I thought you were going to start preaching the Old Testament. <laughs> oh, sure. Testify! In, in the beginning. Johnny's giving this way too much passion on these fucking things, I tell ya. It was December 2005. There was a big bang. Bang! And then there was lights. What the fuck are you talking about? Sunday service was underway. <laughs> right. So, Vincent Mann was in the ring. And all night on Raw, he'd been watching Bret Hart DVD documentary, okay, throughout the show. And he came to the ring to give his review. That was going to be the end of Raw. He was going to stand there and talk about the DVD, the free disc DVD. Now, Shawn Michaels come out and he was like, you just need to leave this now. It's all in the past. Um, Just let it go. Just carry on. Just stop going on about Bret Hart and the, the screw job and everything else. So the next few weeks, Vince starts using his power to try and intimidate Shawn Michaels. Um, leads to the Royal Rumble 2006, where Shawn's in the ring, but Shane and Vince just interfere and get him eliminated. Um, Marty Jannetty comes back and he's put into the Kiss My Ass Club by <laughs> Vince. 
Um, I didn't know Marty was in there. Yeah, Fuck he came back for a little while, yeah. Oh. For a special appearance. <laughs> um, Stephanie even drugs Sean's drink by putting some tablets in his drink. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and he has a match later on and he's all over the place. And then the following week on Raw... They do a whole drug test in the ring. Um, they yeah, have to check yeah. his urine and everything. And he, I think Sean actually throws it in Vince's face at one point. Um, this all kind of leads to their match at WrestleMania, which is actually not too bad. It's really good. It it's is probably quite good. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll just say it's probably Vince's best match. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite yes, it's a good, really good match. Um, so that's kind of the backstory of it all. And coming out of WrestleMania, Sean's is like newborn again, Christian. Um, and they start putting that into the storyline a little bit. Uh, even before the match at WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels in the back and he's praying and he's say, and saying that God is telling him to go out there and just give it him, give it his all. Um, Vince is in the back and he actually makes like a piece of bread appear, um, a fish appear, and Shane's drinking some water from a bottle and it actually turns into wine. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Um, <laughs> and then. Then on Raw on April the sixth, uh, Vince and Shane visit the church. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> uh, this is like the first time Vince has ever been to church. He, he, he walks in, he pushes the doors wide open, and um, he starts washing his hands in the holy water because he don't know what it is. He thinks it's just water. He then gets oh. it in his mouth. Don't, don't <laughs> 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 Danny do Triple H impression with it. He's loading his mouth and stands there and goes, I'm the game! And just spits it all out everywhere. Fucking ridiculous. Do you want to really funny, right? That was a real church and the people yeah. were watching because yeah. I was I listened to the Bruce Pritchard thing and he Bruce Pritchard was going, uh, the church people were too happy when they saw what we filmed. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> now Vince is sort of standing there and um, he starts comparing himself to God like God made Earth Vince made the WWE God created Adam and Eve Vince created Austin and the Rock um, and then Vince also mentions that he had a stronger worth ethic than God um, Vince then he will, send, he will bring an apocalypse on Sean um, and if he's lying that he's, God will strike him down right there and then. And at this moment, if you watch it, Shane steps away from Vince just in case <laughs> because he doesn't want to get punished. Oh. It's like Shane's thinking, you could do whatever you want to him, but I'm not getting involved in this. I'm just here. I am not getting smited. <laughs> yeah. uh, he then announces his own religion, uh, McMahonism. Um, oh. <laughs> he <laughs> creates his own Ten Commandments. Um, <laughs> and he gets a picture of the Last Supper and Vince is in the middle and he's got his arm around Jesus Sean starts attacking Vince on an episode of Raw um, Vince sort of gets away grabs a chair and the chair starts smoking and then some barks start coming out of it um, he starts <laughs> running up the ring up to the <laughs> He starts running up the um, ramp and like all fireworks are going off. God's like just sending him all these explosions. Like that's what God would do, set off fireworks when he's angry at someone. Have a nice time. Do you know my favourite bit? Well, I don't mean to spoil this for you, Johnny, it's, it's probably right. in there, right? But my favourite bit is there's one time where he's doing like a fucking sermon uh, sermon in the middle of the ring and he goes like 
the father, and there's a picture of like him beating up Shawn Michaels, and then the son, and then there's Shane doing it, and then he goes, and the Holy Spirit, and there's the fucking Spirit Squad beating him up. It's, it's actually quite creative. <laughs> Now we get to the match. Um, Vincent Shane come out first. Then God, he has his own entrance. The light comes down, walks with him while he's coming down to the ring. <laughs> God gets into the ring, and Vince is making the referee check him to make sure he's got any foreign objects on him. <laughs> um, the match was obviously a handicap match. You know, God really isn't there. Um, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Vince is like teasing God like trying to get him to come in and fight him at the end of the match Vince and Shane actually win um, I don't know who gets pinned I don't think oh God might get pinned no, go, God, God leaves God, <laughs> God leaves all the way through the match because he turns around he goes yeah. look at your creation he goes he's yeah. a piece of crap yeah. God's just walking away <laughs> it's just a spotlight yeah uh, but that's basically the end of the match yeah Vince and Shane win um the original plan was actually meant to be Bret Hart was going to be Shawn Michaels' manager, uh, partner, but um, obviously it, it fell through and they went with God. So brilliant! Yeah, well, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have cost a lot. I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing for that one at all. Yeah, oh. we we apologise for preventing anyone out there with yes, that. We didn't mean to. This uh, wasn't this wasn't our idea. Oh, yeah, I was going to say what. Apologise. We just came up with that. Because we're fucking broadcasting about it. That's why. I don't think. I think everyone sort of blocked it from their fucking memory. I think we've just sort of opened it back up for them. The trauma. Yeah, genuinely, it feels like an open wound's just been. You know, has just happened. Yeah, it it is one of those just. To to be fair, fucking horrific storyline. To be fair, it is kind of funny. It is. If you watch it, it sounds bad. Yeah, but yeah. the way Vince does it... When he's in the it, church with the water and the... Yeah. And, and, and he's so I'm, off I'm, his head. He's yeah. so over the top and then mannerisms. Admit, yeah. I will admit, that bit is funny, but it's just the whole package. When you put the whole package together, you just... I, <laughs> I mean, you two were pissing yourself laughing. And I was just sat here going... This is bollocks. What the fuck is he talking I've seen it and I remember it. Because Vince, Vince is so into it and shit. And that's oh, what really made me laugh. That's just him though, isn't it? Yeah. This oh. Vince, actually, I think was my favourite version of Vince. Yeah, it um, was mine. Like, for the different stages. Like a psycho. It was sort crazy. Of yeah. no, it was pro- proper over the top. Man, yeah. This is thing, during the DX. Uh, yeah. yeah. Vince and the big show. Do you remember the it. big show getting involved in the... He sticks Vince's. Uh, he's, he's, there's a Hell in a Cell match, isn't it? And, um, yeah. He pulls his pants down and <laughs> <laughs> Vince's head gets shoved in. Yeah, yeah remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was another open wound. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's my second one. Right. Okay. My, uh, my second topic is again, it's going to be another short one. Um, it comes from 2000, 2001, and it was the reveal of DDP as the stalker for Undertaker's wife, Sarah. Wife yeah. at the time, sorry. Uh, this Sarah. was one of my backup ones, actually. I was going to go for it's this. It's one of my backup ones. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, the whole storyline, yeah, was a bit kind of cringy, but it was done really well. Mm, yeah. To a, you know, to a certain extent, it was done. I mean, if they were going for the full-on creepier factor, they fucking nailed it. It mm. was really good. And the reveal of DDP is the shocker. 
It was, I liked it when he took his mask off. Yeah. Yeah, I did like it. Because uh, let's face it, like that character should have got heat. It's never going to get heat. It's DDP. Every, everyone knew who it was. You know, you, this, is, this is a fan favourite. Yeah. From the dawn of time that he started his career, which was very late on in life for wrestling in ages, mm. he was over. He was yeah. over in WCW. As soon as he ref- took that mask off his head, the crowd went apeshit. He's a very, very likeable character. He was he was known yeah. as sort of the people's champion, wasn't absolutely. he, in WCW? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So for him to come out was in that incarnation was really naive. That, it was yeah, stupid. That, that bit confused me, yeah, because he was like... Yeah, he was that top star in WCW, multi-time champion. Yeah, and everyone already knew that he had. He was married to Kimberly, one of the Nitro girls. Yeah, I I didn't get it at all. I thought it was absolutely shit. Now, I mean, everything. My issue is, and the reason I picked this is not because of the reveal, not because of the you know the the video footage to start with. It was everything that took place after the reveal. Mm -hmm. That promo that he cut for that with the whole "I'm begging you, Undertaker, make me famous." That's fucking awesome. Mm. That that promo was brilliant. But it was everything that followed. It was just a one-sided like, beating. Yeah. Pretty much and his out. burial was just unforgivable. That absolutely buried him. He should have had like a decent enough run. He should have had a, a, a decent push. Because let's face it, he was coming to the end of his career. Mm. And you've got to give him due credit now. Even though whatever <coughs> age he's in now, he's in phenomenal shape for his age. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, the, I mean, pre- he, the previous appearances that he's made at the Royal Rumbles. Yeah, I mean, he he phenomenal. promotes fitness with DDP yoga, he's, and he's, as we've said before, he's helped out a lot of you know, yeah, um, legends of Jake the Snake Roberts, Racer and Bob as well. Bagwell as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Have you seen the photos of him recently? It's ridiculous. Looks phenomenal. He looks like a politician. Yeah, I was confused though why he had that little like teddy with him. Yeah, I don't understand. Although someone, did, I did see a comment on there. Someone had posted it, posted it on another wrestling page, and someone, someone had commented, "This looks like the sort of guy that would be on a Ghislaine Maxwell for yeah, <laughs> list." <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm saying that it does happen, you know, but, you know, <laughs> but he has. He's gone out of his way to help as you know some severely ill and physically you know impaired wrestlers. And he's, you know, he's, he is always a fan favourite, but everything that they did to him in this storyline was just diabolical. It was unneeded. It was a shit storyline for Undertaker as well. And let's face it, you know, Sarah was not a good wrestler. She was a piss poor actress as well because mm. she had all the emotion of a fucking wet blanket, you know, and... Didn't she pin? She pinned him in a press-up yeah. position. Uh, that was over a punishment. He was punished for something. I read about that. Uh, yeah, he was punished in real life, behind the scenes. He'd done something wrong. Can't remember what it was. So, whatever it was, Have you got it written for? down? No, I can't remember what it was. Well, it, was, was it was punishment. Right. It, was, it was basically that she pinned him as a punishment on TV. That, that happens quite a bit. There's, there's been a lot of that go on where they'll punish somebody. But that ended his run. I just think, in general, I just think the whole thing was bad creative. It from was the, terrible. From, from the beginning. I would have never, I'd have never no. brought him in as no. a stalker. No. He should have been brought in. He was, like I said at the beginning for this choice, he was a fan favourite from day one. Mm. And he always will be. Like, you know, prime example, the last appearance that he made in the Royal Rumble. He had a massive pop. 
Yeah, he yeah, is yeah, a I just... fucking legitimate legend. I and think you fucking ruined him. I think there was a way to bring him into WCW as a legitimate star without needing to go down that route. Yeah. I just thought it was terrible, shitty, absolutely terrible, cheap. Yeah. And and it it would never work again. No. I, I'm I'm big on insulting the fans' intelligence, uh, you know, and and or not insulting the fans' intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone knew DDP was when yeah. he revealed the mask. I personally. I remember my reaction when I saw that. I was like, why the fuck is it DDP? I, so yeah, yeah. I, my instant yeah. reaction was, what? Yeah, I was like, why is it DDP? It makes zero could sense. Have been so many more people you, could you, have been. You know, like I said, his promo but, when he did the whole make from, me famous, you already are. But from his character, huge. from his character, I mean, a lot of, not everyone, but a lot of wrestling fans obviously knew who DDP was, as we yeah. spoke before. And DDP was someone who was seen as working his way up the ladder. Mm. He was seen as... He was kind of like the Dusty Rhodes everyman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah, you understand yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and it was just shit. It was, it was a terrible yeah. decision to bring DDP. And they, it's not like they had a lot of big stars at that time mm. from WCW because of the contract situation. Yeah, they could have put anyone in there though. The amount of WCW wrestlers that they didn't use who could have just yeah. been brought over. You, you could have or, bought a mid-card yeah. or, WCW or ECW or, or someone like that. I'll tell you what they could have done. They could have not done it. Do you know what? I was literally just joking about yeah. to say don't bother. S- simple as that. Did they need put, is it a push to put Undertaker over? No, he's already over. Yeah. He's been over for fucking decades before Did that. Did Sarah need to come in? Absolutely fucking not. No. I'm done. That's my number two pick. Fucking yeah, horrendous. Cool. Over to you, mate. Oh god, I don't even know how to approach this one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to give this one a lot of time, guys. Anyone who remembers this one will know how disturbing this is. Oh, this is. This is the Heidenreich mm. kidnapping of Michael Cole. Heidenreich. Oh. Heidenreich. I hated Heidenreich. Yeah, I mean, I. Fucking shit, I I don't know. I mean, you have to look at the creative frame. I mean, this is just awful. Now, I just want to foreshadow sort of where this comes from, okay? Apparently, according, I think it's to Heidenreich. Yeah. This was pitched as a dream of Vince McMahon's. And I mean, he come up with this in a literal dream that he had sleeping. Basically, what happens is, is that Michael Cole gets kidnapped, and then it's insinuated. Yeah. And WWE have come out on many occasions when talking about this, saying, "No, it was just supposed to be disturbing. It was supposed to be that he was intimidating." It's not. They are insinuating, unfortunately, guys. And I'll say allegedly, but I'm sure everyone feels the same who saw this. They are alleging that he's raping him. He's basically got him up against the wall with his back pinned to the wall wall and keeps pushing onto him and going, just just really, really weird and... It's, uh, isn't he reading a poem or something? Didn't he he, he, he says, like, yeah. I like you, Michael. 
you and all the I can't even do you know what I can't even after picking this and watching it again I can't even remember this is how disturbing this is guys remember what he says I know it ends with a poem it doesn't go on for long, and thank God it doesn't. Please don't watch no, this. No, it's, it's so bad. I, I'll be honest, this is... It's dist- it's one of the most disturbing yeah. things. To me, it's worse than Katie Vick. It's beyond creepy. He never went. He never did it again, did he? Or did he do it before this? I don't remember. No, he, I think he this kept, was a one-off. I, I think he kept making... This is what I'm saying. This is where it's weird. He kept making eyes at Michael Cole. You know, when mm. he was in the ring, like, and they were insinuating that he had an infatuation... I shouldn't laugh because it's not even funny no, it's, it's, and, it's, and the fact that it comes from Vince yeah. and he goes I'm so passionate about this idea this is a dream I've had and this would be brilliant <laughs> yeah. on TV there's, it's really uh, disturbing a, there are a lot of soap opera series around the world that have handled you know sort of rape you know, uh, stalking storylines and things like this. Again, we this have to be we have to be careful yeah, with that, yeah. Stu, because what they do is they show it from like a certain angle where you can yeah, only see yeah, from, from Dan's shoulders, shoulders up, up yeah. and they they insinuate it. Yeah. But I think but I this, don't think it takes a long stretch no, to but, see what they're trying to do uh, here. Trying to trying to do this for for an entertainment value was was fucking horrendous. It is just. It's, it, it's so unnecessary. Hmm. It wasn't needed. No, I'm done. It just I, I, came off so bad. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to... Uh, the thing with my ones is I can't even dress them up. No, it's being good. They're so bad that, like, this is horrendous and I'm done. I just I, I never liked Hind and Wright. Um, even... I don't blame George. poor John Hind and Wright for it, though, uh, Johnny. He, he's told us to No, I suppose, it. yeah. I didn't get paid for it. You know. I mean, yeah. he. Had- I think I'm right, but um, I'm sure Heidenreich originally was meant to be like a frozen soldier, uh, a frozen Nazi soldier, being unfrozen and coming to WWE. Yeah, I'm sure it's something. There's like been that. a lot of uh, stuff like this. Do you remember the Japanese emperor that was supposed to be reincarnated? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm, done. Oh, I'm, 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 done. <laughs> I'm done. That's that's the most yeah, that's for fine. me. Mm. Uh, we're talking about storylines here. Oh yeah, uh, bad storylines. <clears throat> for me, that's my number one. I'm most disturbing. Mm. I think that I I I would, I would really like to see somebody after watching that find something more disturbing than that. <sighs> Good luck. Yeah, um, because yeah. everyone goes on about Katie Vick. But to me... See, I, I that, think that is worse than the Katie Vick storyline. So do I. Much Absolutely. Worse. I think it's miles mm. worse. Yeah. And that, to be fair, that was one of the reasons why I didn't put that in mind, because I just... I, I can't stand it. I think it's horrible. It's yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I didn't want to spend any fucking mm. time on it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just putting it out there because I cannot deny that yeah. it's one of the worst yeah. things they've yeah. ever done. Absolutely. I was actually going to go. I decided against it, but I was going to go for the Kane, Gene Snitsky... Lita. Oh, there's some of that's quite funny. Oh, there were some bits in there that we, were quite well, sensitive. I've got a horrible mention at the end of mine. But it, <laughs> it you talk about the one with the kick the baby? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't me. Have you seen... It wasn't uh, my fault. Have you ever watched Jerry Lawler talk about that? Yes. I think so. Yes. No, he can't, he can't stop laughing. No, he cannot keep a straight face for love nor money talking about that shit. He goes and he, 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 he got it. 
and he put it out of football pump position and he went bang and then it was like oh, and I know <laughs> right oh, then dear okay our final round our final pick our number ones right well <laughs> this is quite bad um yeah, this, this is quite sensitive as well, this one. So yeah, I'll put a warning out there for people, just um, so they're aware. Okay, who better than Canyon? So, Chris Canyon. He worked in WCW as Mortis. He was basically a Mortal Kombat character that had been brought to life. Um, he was feuding with Glacier, and I think there was Raph involved. Um, <laughs> I forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> I quite I enjoyed that. We, we fucking laugh now, but that was actually uh, that was quite sort of in fashion, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah, was that yeah. was that was quite a good idea yeah. on on paper until yeah, we actually good. saw it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they must have had to pay a claim of fuck ton of money to get the right. Weren't to do they that. in some of the episodes of the series? I'm pretty sure so. they did appear on some. Mm. Um, so yeah, so you did that for a while. It's terrible. Well done. <laughs> on video, it's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, sure go on, Johnny. No, so I'm sure it was the Mortal Kombat series. Um, yeah, it must have been around the 1998. No, it was a bit like a, a sort of Channel 5 style, like Xena. Well, that sounds out already. It was on Channel 5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so after a while, they dropped the gimmick um, and he became Canyon. And Canyon was like this fantastic wrestler. I thought he was. I've always thought he was innovative. He was. He was well before his time. He was coming out with moves that like no one had seen. Um, when WCW ended, he joined the WWF, WWE. He was involved in the Invasion storylines. Um, I think he was given the US title at one point by Booker T when he Shit, first arrived. Yeah. And he, in WCW, he held loads of titles as well. Um, he teamed with DDP quite a bit. They were tag champs. He won the US title there. I think a load of others as well. Um, but he, he struggled with his personal life. Um, and he was diagnosed with bipolar. Mm. And he he had health issues and other things as well. And he kept his sexuality to himself as he was homosexual. Um, but in wrestling, announcing that is something you didn't really do. You never told anyone that really. Um, nowadays, that's not like that. You can... You know, everybody knows everything nowadays in wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the way it should be, really. Yeah, um, so he came over to the WWF, um, and after a while, he decided he was going to come out as being gay. Um, he was going to be the. F- <laughs> Sorry. They fucked this so badly. They, they, he was going to be the first openly gay wrestler. He actually wanted his character to be a non-stereotypical openly gay character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he told the wrestlers and everyone loved it. They were all behind it. Um, he went to WWF Creative and they wanted nothing to do with it. They laughed in his face. Um, Canyon was injured for a while. Um, and when he returned, he was using an angle on SmackDown that also included The Undertaker. And Canyon would come out of this big box, which was meant to be a closet, with a big ribbon around it, which was in the middle of the ring, dressed as Boy George. And singing, do you really want to hurt me? Fucking kidding me. This was the time when Big Show was trying to apologise. Yes. To and he would God. give gifts. Yes. Didn't Brother Love come out at one point, I think? Yeah. And yeah, but he was his former manager, yeah, wasn't he? He brought a dog out for him as well, I think, oh, and some other stuff. Um, so this would lead The Undertaker just beating down on Canyon. And if you look at unprotected headshots with chairs, this is probably up there in the WWE history of chair shots 
so unprotected, just smacks him in the head. Okay. Um, and Canyon later mentioned that he thinks this angle was done to embarrass him mm. for going to creative and just letting them know what was going on and wanted to change his character. Um, Rumours started spreading around on the internet about his sexuality. He then went back to WWE again after he was getting noticed and they, created, uh, they flat out and said, no, it's not happening. So that, he was taken off Raw and SmackDown, put on all the C-shows like Velocity and Heat, in opening matches and losing every time, and then he was released. Um, I that, didn't even know he was still there. Yeah, he just, he just got forgot about. Yeah. They just, they just didn't want nothing Jeez. to do with him. Um, he's mentioned that he was released for being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I'll just leave it there, to be honest. It didn't end well for him later on. Um, he, he did struggle, you know. Um, and, and again, everybody struggles in mm. life with certain things, whether it be, you know, work-related, relationship um, problems, or just every day. Um, so, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not a, not a uh, nice yeah, on, um, thing to go down. I, I, but I, I, keep, I, keep gotcha. on, keeping on that note... Um, if there is anyone out there that is listening to us that does have any issues that they, they you know, they're they're struggling in life, or you know, they they feel like they need to reach out to someone, you're not suffering alone. We all have issues. All three of us here, we we all suffer with, you know, uh, health, in a, in a health, health and mental yeah. illness. Um, but there is people out there that yeah, can help. We're here, them. you know. Yeah, send us a message. Yeah. yeah. Speak to what you know. Reach out to us. We, you know, we, we love the yeah. We love the community that we've got. We, you know, we're, we're welcoming new members every day at the moment, and it's brilliant. But if there is anything that we could, that can come of a subject like this, this last topic, just reach out to someone. Just don't shut yourself away. No. Just, there is always people out there yeah. that can help. Yeah. So we're here. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to leave it on such a... No, no, no it's fine. The, 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 issue, the issue is when you bring up uh, bad storylines, especially if they're going to be disturbing, mm. you are going to... These sort of topics are the topics that are going to be in there. Yeah, they're because going to trigger, Because trigger. They, they shouldn't... They're distasteful. No, they shouldn't it be should years. never have been done. No, and, no not at yeah, all. And the way he was treated, they were just to yeah. be laughed at. I'll be honest with I'll be honest with you, Johnny. I'm quite I'm I'm quite mm. interested in uh, looking all that up. Uh, yeah, I didn't not yeah, not not in uh, not in like a sort of morbid way. More because I actually did I, I I did like Canyon. Yeah, and I same. I didn't know a lot of no. that. I think he actually did release an autobiography. I'm, I'm pretty mm. sure he did. Or there was something he may have worked with somebody or something, but um. Yeah, there is stuff out there, um, but it is a shame because he was struggling. Yeah, I knew he had bipolar. Yeah, he was a very, very talented guy. Yeah, very talented. I knew he had bipolar, and and obviously that he died, but I didn't know all the ins and outs of everything. Mm. So yeah, yeah, there you go. I, there's not much to be yeah. more to be said on that, really. My number one pick is pretty much along the same sort of lines. It stems off the back of a loss. And it comes from 2005, and it is the WWE using the death of Eddie Guerrero to further storylines. Mm, yeah. Um, this went on for just short of a year. Mm. Yeah, it did last a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I got I got a lot of love for Eddie Guerrero, and I think you'll be very hard pushed to find someone that hasn't. No. He made, you know, it was a hell of a hell of an impact that he's left on the wrestling world, and it's still remembered to this day, which is great, and so he should do. However, two weeks after Eddie had died, uh, part of the storyline was that Randy Orton would crash his lowrider. That's right. Yeah. And uh, then pronounced to Rey Mysterio that Eddie, and I quote. Eddie is in hell. Was that done two weeks after? Yes. Yeah. That's a disgrace. Two yeah. weeks after he died. Uh, Mysterio was then used um, used the name Guerrero. Mm. Obviously had the armband, which I'm not knocking that. They were very close friends. They've known each other for many years. Um, and that pushed him for uh, his Royal Rumble win that year. I, the following year, sorry. I'm, I'm not going to say it was distasteful. I'm going to say that I just think that it was over the top. It yeah. was like it was all about that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't about Ray's merits. It was about, I it mean, Eddie, Eddie, all good. that. It was it was everything. Like yeah. even I remember when he went to the... Uh, do you remember the, in the backstage where they, they, get the, uh, they get the numbers? Yeah. It's like in a little. It's oh, sort of like for yeah. The, yeah, you have the, the little yeah. uh, the tumbler. Yeah, tumbler, yeah. and then the, the sort of plastic balls come out That's and everything. Right. And even that was about it. Like yeah. he opened it and went, "Oh, Eddie," and yeah. looked up and played, and it yeah. was over the top. The, Riding that tumbler. Sorry, we're going to tumbler. Yeah, I actually quite like. That. I wish they still did that. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they first <laughs> yeah, did it that. Went bad. It they went did bad, it in, the fair. first time they did it was about eighty nine, I think. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Demolition? That's right, yeah. Because they got one and two, didn't they? Yeah. The um, the other quote that I've got for this was after, obviously, Ray had won the Royal, the Royal Rumble was Triple H branding Eddie... Uh, sorry. Triple H branding Ray's win of the Royal Rumble as a divine intervention from Eddie. Mm. I mean, the whole Mysterio run was used off the back of Eddie Guerrero's name and it was milked. It was just milked for a, a, a year. Didn't they yeah, Chavo yeah. into it as well when Chavo was getting annoyed that he weren't getting the recognition yeah. Yeah. it was Rey Mysterio I, I think that was quite relatable that part of it yeah. I don't think it was good taste but I think with everything that had gone on before yeah. do you remember when uh, are you talking about when Chavo come back and he was annoyed with Eddie because uh, not Eddie oh, no, with, was uh, he was Ray. annoyed with yeah. Ray yes, yes. Yeah, Eddie I, came into I, it as well yeah I thought that actually was quite relatable that I can deal with because he is a you know he's a relation yeah you know that that could have been done and it was done semi tastefully, but to milk, you know from two weeks after the guy had died for a year yeah. to milk his name, I I just find it so disrespectful. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I would have never done it in the first place. No. Any of that. What what I mean by that, Stu, is because they'd already done it. Mm. I found it more relatable, like from a face point of view. Yeah, yeah, no. That Chavo would be annoyed. Yeah, Like Ray for yeah. doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Let's face yeah. it. If anyone was going to get a push out of that, then it should have been Chavo. Did yeah. Chavo come back a little while later as Curvin? Curvin was it Curvin White? The the white cough. No, oh, yeah. Let's not go there. No. Yeah. That's what followed him. I, I don't think I've got a lot else to say about this. I just I find it a massive disrespect 
to Eddie just for milking his name yeah. for so fucking long. Orton oh, has just um, come out and said that he um, feels uncomfortable. Yeah, pretty much recently yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. saying all that as well. Yeah. I think what we have to remember is a lot of the time is that the wrestlers are being fed this. That's not always on no, the no, spur no, of the moment, you know, like, uh, it's, it's not always on like the spur of the moment where they're coming mm. up. I think they were scripted back then. Or he certainly was maybe yeah, told to uh, say that. Yeah. I know that Batista was told to say it. Uh, yeah, he flat out refused. I've, I've just no, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't he say it though? Um, didn't he go, Eddie, Eddie's dead? Yeah. To someone. Yeah. Eddie yeah. Dar, Eddie Stead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the so, quote, yeah. yeah. the quote he, that he would use was basically just reimbursing the fact that he was dead. I thought, he, I thought, I'm sh- I thought he turned around and said it to either Ray or someone in the ring, and he went, Eddie's dead, as if to go, like, stop going on. Like a hill promo right. type thing. I'm I sure he did. something, but I cannot remember. I, think, I, I don't think it was just Randy Orton. I think it was Batista as well. I have to look it e- up. Either way, this shouldn't have happened. Mm. No, should have happened. No, no absolutely not. I, I've said about that one a lot. Mm. We talked about that yeah. one a lot, and um, I don't, I don't really want to go on about this one any longer. No, I just, no, I think, no, it's, I think it's fucking horrendous. It's good to see though that um, Eddie's son Dominic is still going well today. He's um, he's all grown up. And he is um, sporting a beautiful mullet. And he a, is, a, 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 you know, a, a, a beautiful now. tash. I, I, I to, see to an extent though. Can I just <laughs> can I just say something? Because even this is quite. You know where we're still talking about mm. him using Eddie? Yeah. Did any of you see last night that they were still using yeah. the T-shirts? Yeah. 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 They were using that. the Tribute T-shirts, yeah. Yeah. but they had them, they kind of look like the Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. The different... Oh, the uh, black and white They're Scarface. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they were used them last night, and I always still, find it still weird. Still fucking milked. Stop. Yeah. I still Leave think the now, guy alone. I think Dominic is going to turn on Mysterio at some point. We'll, we'll, come we'll get to that. We'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's yes. that's my number one pick. Okay. Back to you, James. Okay, so my final pick. We're not going to go on the disturbing bit with my one. Yeah. Uh, on this one, this one for me is my number one uh, because what it does is it emphasises everything that's bad about booking a storyline there's not there's not one bit of positivity that comes out of this whatsoever at least it's, we're leaving this last one on a higher note it's slightly it's arrogant it destroys a legend who's never in 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 this incarnation has never been yeah. booed yeah <laughs> yeah it destroys their next big star who's still suffering with it today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. And yes. It's, <laughs> it's so bad, guys, that and I'm I'm building this up. It is so bad that Triple H has to come out on the Steve Austin podcast which, if you remember, was on the WWE Network. Yes. He has to come out and he has to explain why they did it and yeah. apologise to the audience. That alone takes some serious because fucking doing. It's the Royal Rumble of 2015. Now, the year before, they had a warning of this. They had 
a potential, well, really their potential next megastar. Yeah, absolutely. In the making, because Daniel Bryan was getting over organically, and I've mm. used this word, and you'll see this word come out all the time with uh, me. <coughs> he was getting over organically with the fans to such a point that he was getting pops on the levels, yeah. you could argue, of a rock and Austin at yeah, times, yeah, when he was coming out. Now, in 2014, they made the mistake of not putting him in the Royal Rumble. Mm. And this was a Philadelphia crowd, which is a hardcore audience. Oh, yes. An ECW audience. Yeah. Hello to our listeners in Philadelphia, by the way. Yep. And... In 2014, when number 30 went, Rey Mysterio came out and they booed the living fuck out of him and booed the rest of the match. They wanted nothing to do with it. Batista won it. Batista even got angry, if you remember, at the end and started flipping the fans off. the year that he got branded Bootista? Yeah. Right, yeah. That's why I'm saying this is so bad. So, moving on a year... They have Daniel Bryan just back from injury. Now, I'm not saying that Daniel Bryan, from a creative and storyline standpoint, has to win this Royal Rumble. You don't always have to pander to the fans. Yeah. Okay? So, he has, if you remember, he has a match on his return against Kane. It's quite strange. It's a casket match. And it's to get into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think I, yeah. And he gets in and everyone's excited. Now, this Royal Rumble, regardless of what anyone says, was only going to be won by two people. There were only two people who had enough momentum moving forward to win this Royal Rumble. And it was Roman Reigns, or it was Daniel Bryan. Bray Wyatt made no sense. Rusev was not there. Mm -hmm. Kane... Been there, seen it, done it. Yeah. Same with the big show. So the only two viable options to win <clears throat> with a dark horse may be a Dolph Ziggler, who was scheduled in at number 30. Yeah, okay. Was those two. So what WWE decides to do, arrogantly... Shit on the fence from a gigantic height. Yep. Even after the warning of the year before, is... Bray Wyatt is extremely dominant in the ring, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's no. good because Bray comes in early. Yep. He's got the microphone. He's singing. I've you've got the whole world. I've oh, got the whole yeah. world in you know and all that. The whole world. Yep. Thanks for that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at, num- Bray. at number ten, I believe it's number ten. So I can't remember if Ty Dillinger was in that year, but. It's either 10 or 11, Daniel Bryan's music hits. And the crowd go absolutely mental. Daniel Bryan and him fight, you know, and he lasts. Because basically, Bray Wyatt's been throwing everyone out. I can't remember the number, you know, where they come out. But I think it was about 10 minutes later. I know it certainly involved Rusev. Yeah. And Bryan goes over. And they double-team him and they eliminate him. And the crowd just totally shit on it immediately because the insulting factor there is, guys, is that now we know who's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, we now know who's going to win. It's going to be Roman Reigns. Because there's no one else with the star power mm. to move forward and win it. So creatively, this thing's a mess yeah. straight away. It's a fucking loop, mm-hmm. So I think he comes down about 18, and I'm surprised that he manages to make it to the ring. <laughs> the crowd absolutely... <laughs> and before this, before this, he wasn't booed like that. No. He, he was a face... He was he had one superstar of the year uh, at SummerSlam. He was getting momentum. If if you remember, he had just come out of the shield. He was just going on to a singles run. And he was starting to develop. He was sort of the uh, henchman of the shield, weren't he? The heavy muscle. He was the muscle. And and he was doing pretty well. And there was something about him, regardless of whether anyone liked him or not. There was something there. I'm keeping my mouth shut right now. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not think there was? No, I didn't like him. I still don't. Oh, I do. No. I I thought there was something there. I I, I enjoyed Ambrose and uh, Rollins much more. I preferred Ambrose and Rollins, but I could tell there was something there with Rollins. Yeah. The the problem is, I enjoy them more as... uh, Because... In, in the group, it was a great dynamic because you had the muscle. Yeah. You had the uh, craziness and the promo. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose. Of, of Ambrose. And then you had the wrestling talent yeah. of uh, Rogers. As, as a stable, they were yeah. brilliant. That, that was really, really enjoyable but to watch. if you remember, whenever... Like, they, they did a lot of gauntlets. Yeah. I remember yes. they did one against Punk. Yeah. And the last person was always Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. He was the last person, and when Reigns used to, or someone used to challenge Reigns, he'd he'd look across at him, and the crowd would go, yeah, Ooh, like that. There was something about yeah. the guy. Okay, so he comes down, and they boo the hell out of him, and the the poor guy is <laughs> is only just a singles. Like he's 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 looking. For that stock to rise, but what the company have done is they've tried to shove him down everybody's throat, and and he's been rejected. The the reaction that he got, and I can very clearly remember this, is he may as well have just walked out with a Chicago flag, Chicago state flag, and wiped his ass on it. Yep. He was fucking done from the fans from the minute his music started. So, so basically, moving on from there, making it even worse. As we said, the been there, seen it, done it, yeah. who are not really top stars, let's be honest, especially at this point, Kane in the big show. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. You're telling me that they're not up for it at that right old Well, big show at this point is actually having the chance to please retire. Do you remember when he was getting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that? Right? Yeah, and, and what they do is, anyone who is half decent in the ring, or anyone who... The fans actually like or have my or has momentum in any way. They they just literally they literally knock them knock them out, pick them up between each other like like they're a, like they're a human stretcher the way they're holding them and throw them over the top rope. And the fans are absolutely shitting on this. They're, it's not heat. It's hate. It's legitimate. I'm going to switch this off or walk out. Like, right? So, <clears throat> it comes down to Big Show, Kane, yeah. 
and Rusev's on the outside. He's supposed to be a surprise, but nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) So, like, I think they're double-teaming Reigns at this point and beating the hell out of him. And the Rock's music hits. That's right. right. Now, initially, when the Rock comes down, they cheer. Oh, yeah. Right, because it's the Rock... But once he gets in the ring and starts beating up and helping Reigns throw out Kane in the big show, they start booing. Weren't there a chance of this is bullshit? Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure I remember It was booked so bad. So, it it comes down to they get rid of uh, Kane in the big show. Then Rusev comes in as a surprise. No one gives a shit and he throws him over. (laughs) Then The Rock gives gives like Reigns his seal of approval by holding his and raising his hand in the air. And as he does this, the whole crowd boo The Rock, specifically The Rock, (laughs) who's like this Hollywood star. And The Rock is legit angry. Like if you look at him, he puts his eyebrow up and looks at them as if to go, you dare to fucking boo this? But deep down, he knows his shit, right? So... We have that on good authority, because not only does Tory Wilson listen to this podcast, so does Dwayne. Cheers, Dwayne. So moving on, the fans are legitimately getting rid of the network. They're going, I've had enough of this, this is so shit. There's and, chance of this is bullshit. We're just for show. Yeah, you know? and everyone has legitimately now had enough of this. It was so bad creative that as a contingency plan, Triple H has to come out onto Stone Cold's podcast and apologise and say, guys, we're working on it. Let us work on it and sort it out. And then, Someone and then, at the back's just been fired and that we know damn well that they've just shit the bed big time. Well, it's Vince. Vince come up with this. <laughs> and it was pure arrogance because he thought that he could shove Roman Reigns down everyone's throat and it wasn't organic and it yep. didn't work. Yep. And We all know that John Cena promo with yep. him. And he was right. And, <laughs> yes. So they come up and they have to sort this out at a fast lane and they mm. do it the right way. Yeah. They have Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns have... a. I mean, it's it's a very good match. It is a good match. Okay, yes. and and Reigns catches him. Brian comes up to him, shakes his hand, gives him the sign of approval, and says, yep. "Go and kick his ass." Yeah. Yeah. Meaning Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Now, here's my argument to why this is so bad. Why didn't they fucking do that in the Rumble? Why yeah. was that not done? Where everyone went over, and Daniel Bryan and Reigns were there at the end. You didn't mm. need the Rock, right? They went for 10, 15 minutes because it was only down to them two. Do you know what? I can tell Reigns, you. Reigns catches him, mm. right? Daniel Bryan's annoyed at first, kicks like the steps or whatever, sweeps his hair back, walks into the ring, looks him in the eye and goes, you got me, kick his ass, yep. shake his hands and walk out and you would not have got that reaction. You would not right. have got no. that I reaction. Can, I can tell you, exactly you that why now. The Rock was involved with it because at the time they were doing the latest Fast and Furious two hundred and four, whatever number they're on now. <laughs> well, then they yeah. uh, then they and need Roman to... Reigns is in it. Yeah, well, oh, then, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Then yeah. they need to concentrate on their own products. Well, it'd be money, wouldn't it? 
they need to concentrate on their own product because they actually nearly derailed their whole product. I've never seen it where everyone was actually going to say, right, we are switching off. This is so fucking bad. It wasn't heat. It was genuine it was hate and, and, and had enough. Anger. And yep. slight tangent, that fucking film was shit as well. Mm. I've never seen, so, I've only ever seen the first one. Don't bother. <laughs> what are they on now, number 12? What's, what's this? Is this Hobson... Sure, no, that, yeah, that was a spin-off of Fast and Furious. That's actually quite good. It's funny. That I'll have to have a look um, at the, the backgrounds. Rock, the Rock, the rock and the Stafe. Mm. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, <laughs> that alone's worth it. So that, that's my point on that one. Yeah. For me, that's the worst books yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I, I pick, never, I, very good pick. I couldn't understand any creative reason well, to do what they did whatsoever no, there ain't one at all there ain't one at all let's get ready to rumble <laughs> right then okay. that, yeah so that wraps up our top three worst storylines yes I've got um, we've had some uh, listener feedback for this um, section as well for the top three worst storylines um, so I'll just read a couple out um, our first one is from Jennifer Hearn the worst storyline for me was the May Young pregnancy hand thing what on earth I didn't mind it. Get oh, out! It just didn't <laughs> bother me. Just pointless. Sexual chocolate and um, it, it oh, just, just it just didn't bother me. Oh. I was like I was like whatever. They were doing so many crazy oh, things at know. the time. Didn't their son the hand come back a few yeah. years ago? Yeah, just yeah. growing up with a pair of glasses on as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean it, I, I'm in the minority, obvious, obviously, but it just didn't, it's not like I enjoyed it. I just it just didn't bother me. How old I was, was like, she? 70, 80, 170, 170? 170, yeah, I'm pretty sure that on her birth certificate it's got BC. <laughs> yeah. And my game was 30. Oh, God. Something like that. Do you um, remember the Dudley's fucking PowerPoint? I was just that was brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, That was awesome. Yeah. That was when she was pregnant with the hand. The <laughs> <laughs> hand. Oh. Um, yeah, it didn't bother me. Chris Chantry, um, his choice was only for the fact that it didn't get brought up in the last podcast under strangest things that happened in the ring uh, Lita and Edge getting it on in the ring it may not fit in as a full storyline but reading about it um, and whilst watching it it screams terrible idea yeah um, yeah uh, <laughs> after hearing about it and that it that it was forced on Lita did you read that, that? yes oh, was it yeah, yeah. Lita didn't want to do it she was not happy about it at all Vince forced it on her yeah let's do it yeah so yeah, yeah I totally agree um, yeah. Okay. Rumour, I should say on that. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. That comes out. Right. That, that's, yeah. that's, that story's out there. Yes. Yes. Allegedly. Please do go and do your own research. We shall also. <laughs> but right then. Okay. So. So that's our top three's done. Yeah. Um, now, so our, our next subject is our best money in the bank cash-ins money 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 here comes the money money oh, talks I'll go with this one if you want so I won't be that long on it yeah go for it mate alright James go first on this one do you know what I looked at every single money in the bank and, and I, yeah well there is but it's still kind of if you look at it it's still kind of a new concept it's probably the most modern concept they've come up with actually yeah. 2006 we haven't had one? yeah we haven't had a new concept no. for a long time 2005 I think the first one was yeah it was cashed in in 2006 you're right yes new year's revolution yep. yes. Or resolution. resolution so you're both 
Right, because the the win, the win was two thousand five. The cash was two thousand six. Oh, okay. schoolboy error. <laughs> yeah, I I looked at everything, and this is the most obvious answer. But it's the heist of the century with Rollins. It was done at WrestleMania. It was done in the main event. Yeah. The main event, as we just talked about, off of, but it actually fits into my thing, oh, really, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Roman Reigns thing was already tainted. Why not move away from it and go to Rollins? Yeah. He's got yeah. the money in the bank. Uh, and... It was such a shock. Like, I was literally just about to say, could anyone see that coming? <laughs> no. Do you know what we should have done? Yeah. We actually should have yeah. seen it yeah. coming, but we didn't. No um, one so did. I, I didn't see it coming. No, no, I, no I'd, I'd be lying. If anyone out there listening can honestly tell us that they saw that coming, I will call <laughs> bullshit straight away. Absolute bullshit. Whereas now, since then, we're expecting it with yeah. the women's money in the bank and the men's money in the bank. We expect it literally straight away or at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. I think it I think it's difficult to assess how to do it. I think the 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 one that we're doing uh, and, and we'll move on to this later, but I'm just gonna quickly reference it. The one with Fury is quite interesting because if you plot the facts that he is actually inexperienced, yeah. keeps coming down at the wrong times. Like, like he <laughs> came down last night and got absolutely trashed. <laughs> he got fucking mauled, man. Beaten. But yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll move on to that later. But uh, yeah, as I say, I, I can't. I, I'm not going to go on about it so long. I think everyone knows this. One of the most famous things, surely one of the most modern day famous things. Yeah. That's happened, and it's Rollins cash in at WrestleMania 31. Yeah. Can't get past it. Every, everyone always goes that's on about it. a WrestleMania moment happening in that pay per view, and that was it. Yeah, that yeah. was the WrestleMania moment. His yeah, cashy. That was it. Yeah. And if you talk about you know top fives or top ten WrestleMania moments, I defy anyone to say that that's not in it. It was the way that Rollins sold it as well. The way he run down with it. Yeah. And yeah. and the way he did it and the the, 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 the reaction. Keep up with it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reaction, like when he uh, holds his hands out and stamps his feet after yeah. he's done it, and, as well, yeah. standing at the top and of the ramp he, and swinging yeah, the belt. Yeah, and he, run, he runs away. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you would, because if you remember the story, the next day was Lesnar was pissed. Do you remember he got suspended and he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. come after him, didn't he? Yes, yeah, right. big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a great pick to be no, honest. Yeah. It, it yeah, is a great pick. Like, I mean, me personally, it's, it's, I tried to stay away from that one. Yeah, straight away, that was my. It's not. A, it's not original. It's. It's just. I did the same as you guys. I looked at everything, yeah, yeah. and I. I couldn't get past it. Yeah. No, I had to be honest pick. and go. It's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, it's a good one. Yeah. Over to you, Johnny. Okay. Um, my one is from two thousand and six. Um, and it's Rob Van Dam RVD he'd won the um, Money in the Bank match the second ever one um, at Wrestlemania uh, he actually kept the case for 70 days without cashing it in um, and like most other cash-ins RVD sort of let his intentions known um, that he was going to be challenging John Cena for the title he actually just came out and challenged him instead of trying to cash it in at any other point 
Um, the match took place at ECW One Night Stand in New York. Uh, it was a full-on ECW crowd. Um, it was a brutal <laughs> fucking crowd. crowd. Full-on passion. <laughs> ECW original it, it, crowd. Just interjecting, it's the one time where I've actually really, really, especially in those early days, felt full respect to John Cena and how he dealt with it. Oh, yeah, Because it yeah. was savage. It was. Yeah, like yeah the I big said, sign. It was, it was a brutal yeah. fucking crowd. The chance of, you can't wrestle. Yeah, he did everything. so well to deal with that. Well, he was taking his T-shirt off and throwing it to the crowd. They throwing it back. They threw it back three yeah. times. Yeah. And then there was yeah. another guy who grabbed it in the end, wiped his ass with it, and then threw it back yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you there, James. Yeah, fair, fair play to Cena. Yeah, were, I don't think anybody else. Where was that? Was that in the Hammerstein Bowl? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yes, you had the big sign up saying, "If Cena wins, we riot," mm-hmm. um, which I think they probably would have done. Yeah, to be honest. oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think I, I'm not sure if they would have because they're even though. So I think we we look at them as a rocker sort of crowd and stuff like that. I don't think they're violent. Uh, no. I, I think they may have probably thrown shit in the crowd. Ago, I think we would have been having a different yeah. fucking story. Yeah. I think they would have thrown shit in That ring would have been full up of rubbish bottles yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. I think. yeah. And probably piss. <laughs> probably would have pissed in like a. That's the sort of thing they would have done. Yeah. <laughs> that place would have been destroyed. We here at Top Turn Buckle Podcast do not condone the throwing of bottles of piss. <laughs> Um, so yeah so Rob Van Dam was the hero going into this everybody wanted him to oh, win yeah. everybody hated John Cena they couldn't stand him um, yeah everything it's fucking true yeah, every it's move savage. like every punch RVD threw they cheered every punch John Cena threw they booed it was just full on the whole time it was um, such a pantomime wasn't it yeah yeah. I mean, that's not, I'm not disrespecting the crowd there at all but that was such a pantomime like, yeah, match boo yeah, yeah boo, boo. Um, at the end of the match came um, a guy come out with a, a crash helmet on all in black and um, he put Cena through the table took his helmet off and it was Edge because I think Edge and Cena had been feuding a bit at the time yeah. and Edge was like WWE obviously um, the ref got knocked out and I think RVD hit the frog splash went for the pin and Paul Heyman ran out and counted the freak out and Paul Heyman obviously is the owner of ECW and everything um, and a good thing at the end was RVD was actually announced as the new ECW champion and yeah that's basically it yeah well, short and sweet it was awesome yeah. I love that match <laughs> I don't, the one thing that genuinely surprised me was not the whole you know Edge revealing himself but it was the fact that Edge was so well received by yeah, the yeah thank you Edge yeah. thank yeah. you Edge thank they you were Edge. loving what he did to Cena yeah. and it was see, just because he fucked Cena over see I'm not I, I'm not I always look at things from the perspective of like being in that ring as John Cena yeah. and I will say again and reiterate full on respect John yeah, Cena absolutely. for dealing with that I look at other wrestlers and I wonder what they would have done in that situation because that was a hostile as hell <laughs> no, I, I remember I when anyone else would have agreed to do you remember match? the entrance where he had to hold the belt above him he had to hold the belt above like that and yeah. walk through like that yeah, that's right and the crowd were quite close to him as well. Yeah, they were oh, right yeah. on him. Yeah. It ain't the biggest, it's, you know, as it's far as small. wrestling venues go, it's yeah. not big. It's high, but it's not big. It's tiny. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, that's my one. I think shortly after RVD got in trouble, didn't he? And he lost the title. He lost, uh, the he lost it on a Raw. That, that would, 
Because they won the WWE title as well. He had both belts, didn't he, I think, for a short time. Yeah, I... I can't, can't remember what happened. I'm, I'm not... I like... I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I do. Suspended. Yeah, no, he uh, he lost the WWE title on a Raw. I've, I like Rob Van Dam, but I've never I've, I've never fully got him as a main eventer. I, I just think... No, I, I preferred him in ECW... I liked him elsewhere, but not as a main eventer. No, it's for me. It's not a main eventer. <laughs> oh. Fuck off! <laughs> Get I love him. Yeah, I love him. I'd, I'd have loved to have seen him more as a main eventer. Mm. I really do. I absolutely love. Rob I think there was a window there about two thousand one. Yep, mm. when he first came over. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, but you get a lot of the ECW stars when we were doing the whole invasion thing. Uh, you know, everyone was booed. Everyone that came from WCW was booed. Everyone that came from ECW was booed, apart from Rob Van Dam. He was cheered. Yeah, they loved him from day one. There was a missed opportunity at that point. Yeah, are you are you happy with yours? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's all I've got to go with. Right, so my pick, uh, mine comes from um, New. Year. Ironically, we talked about it earlier. You swines. Uh, New Year Revolution uh, 2006 and it is the first ever cash in uh, from the Money in the Bank contract and it's Edge um, you think you know me you think you know me yeah I, this is you know, as he tagged himself as the op- op- the ultimate opportunist and I just feel like he set the blueprint for the Money in the Bank it was the first one it was something completely original we'd never seen any of it before and he set, for me, he set the standard. Mm. Um, and I loved it. It was just purely from looking at the pay-per-view point as well. We'd had the um, main event. The crowd were cheering, you know, this, that, and the other. The match was over. It was coming to an end. And you do see people in the crowd start to get up and leave up until the point Vince comes out and says, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not quite finished just yet. And then we get the introduction of, and now the money in the bank cash in. And Cena was busted open as well, weren't he? He was. He'd been in the elimination chamber. Yeah. And then straight away you get a fresh faced Edge come out and uh, and do the job. Yeah. And there we get a new heavyweight champion. I loved it. Because it it was so, like I said, it was so original. We we hadn't seen anything like this before. Whereas, yeah, like like now, like I said earlier, whereas now we expect cash ins to happen like that yeah or you know recent cash ins where they've won it and then cashed it in the same night or a couple of weeks later or yeah. a couple of months later this it was a new thing I, no I, seen it. I think that what we need to see is we need to see more creativity with yeah. money in the bank I, I think that that's the problem I think storytelling wise mm. there's nothing wrong with holding the money in the bank right up until for, for a year but you're odd like it, to see just leave it there. Yeah. I'd love to see someone cash it in the day before it ends. Yeah. Just milk it. No one's held it like the whole year, have they, really? I don't think. I'm trying to think of someone who's held it the longest. Probably Roland's held it, but he got to WrestleMania with it. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Mm. Does anyone go past WrestleMania with it? I don't think so. It's, just, it's held in June, isn't it? Yeah. Must be Roland's who yeah. held the briefcase. Got to be. I'll look into that afterwards. Um, so yeah, that that's, it's a short and sweet one for me. Um, yeah, that is it for me. 
Um, yeah. yeah, my pick is Edge. 2006 New Year's Revolution. It's a good pick. Um, we've got a couple. Um, sorry, just the one. Um, I'm going to read out. It's from Lee Spicer. His pick was, my best cash in for Money in the Bank has got to be the latest one, which was Liv Morgan, for a few reasons, because I think she fully deserved it, but because I'd fallen out of love with WWE. But once I heard this, I thought they finally got something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as recent, you know, crowd favourites and, you know, deserved pushes go, yeah. I do like Liv Morgan. I, I, like, I like her. Morgan. Yeah. I like her. She's, she just comes across as a very likable person. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Yeah, good one. There we go. There That's our picks. We Thank you very much for, for um, getting involved with us as well for the yes. top threes and, and our... Um, best of and worst of moments uh, we do appreciate everything that you guys out there in listener land do for us yes we do much appreciated absolutely and on a lighter note there James how's your pizza <laughs> it's very nice <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I, everyone else has eaten <laughs> that was look delicious so let's go on to our next one which is as always we end up uh, finishing up the show with um, top news top news top news bum, bum, bum. I feel like we need to get a you know a little segment of bad news bad news Barrett going I've <laughs> yeah. got some bad news for this for maybe this I section. could sing the theme tune I, I could talk. get someone to voice over <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to sing it I think I like to sing it um, <laughs> as we all know we are fresh off the back of uh, SummerSlam fresh Oh, minty fresh off the back. I feel summer heat is still coming <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, yeah, we're fresh off the back of summer, Sam. And, um, we're fresh. James well, is we tired. Are. James is hanging out of his ass at the moment. He is probably tired. Right. I'm all right now. He's got his pizza, now. He's got a fucking, fucking pizza in his ass. <laughs> fucking tired earlier, right? Sorry. <laughs> I thought you lot was going to watch it. <laughs> um, how do we feel? Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. Had its moments. Yeah. Good, bad. I'm going to say that the good outweighed the bad. There was a few a few bad moments in there. <coughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's. I will be honest. I'm going to get this out of the way first. That was my biggest grudge bear about the whole pay-per-view. I thought that Liv Morgan-Ronda Rousey match was just fucking shit. It, it really was yeah. shit. I thought it was too short as well. I, I, it didn't go long enough for me. I think maybe a few extra minutes might have... It just felt, to me, it just came across as a burial. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Rhonda turned heel at the end as well. I, well, I think she kind of has. Well. They didn't judge that very well then, did they? <laughs> no. But she got an Austin type of uh, reaction. Yeah. Because... Not being funny, she had a legitimate reason. Again, don't insult the fucking audience. She had a legitimate reason to mm. be angry. Lift tapped. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. But I'm sure we're going to get a rematch. Uh, Clash of oh, Yeah. I mean, we, we all know that this is going to, you know, taper out into another um, storyline. And I have no doubt that Charlotte Flair is going to be involved in it <laughs> at some point. But, um, yeah. And also, on a whole, I... Yeah, I was impressed with the pay-per-view. Um, it was... Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable. I thought it was really good. I like the way that uh, you can see the creative is starting. It's very small. Yeah. But you can see the creative team are actually starting to yes. plant seeds yes. for the future. So what I mean by that is 
<clears throat> if we take, for example, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, first match, we've had this match now how many times? Three, four times? Too many now. Yeah, Too many. Including like with Asuka involved yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. else. We've had it a lot it's, of times. It's gone on long enough. Yeah. It's gone so, on longer than it should have gone. So where do you go from here? And this is the thing that I think has been missing in WWE. Where do you go once you have this match? Yeah. Do you just fade to black and then show an advert after yep. Bianca wins? Or do you do something different? So WWE have got nowhere to go with Becky. Becky's just lost. So they set up an intriguing thing where Becky basically puts a hand out and you're not sure what's going on here. You're not sure if she's uh, being honest or not, if she's going to attack Bianca, yeah. but she doesn't. So I noticed this, I told you when we were sitting uh, earlier, didn't I? Yes. So one thing I noticed was which is probably a little bit of a production issue, Becky rolls out and she rolls out and walks over by the announcer's desk. So yeah. I knew something was going to happen yeah. because she didn't leave, right? So then Bailey comes out. Bombshell number yep. one. Yep. Right? So Bailey comes out, so immediately everyone's like, holy shit. At first, I think everyone thought, is this going to be another Becky Lynch? Yeah. I don't know if you felt like that. Do you remember when Bianca got buried last year? Yeah, yeah. Last summer, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah I was, was wondering yeah. if it was gonna. They were gonna do a deja vu. Yeah. Um. Uh. But they didn't. What happened was that then Dakota Kai's music hits, and Dakota looks awesome, by the way. Yeah. Bombshell number two. <laughs> didn't she? I don't know yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. noticed her new like she look. Phenomenal yep. shape yeah. as well. And then Io Shirai, apparently Io... number three! <laughs> apparently now, Io Sky, we did say this was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, change. Yep. Which, whatever, if they're moving forward. And what I love about this is it's a faction. And it is a fucking talented faction yep. of that. So you've got a leader, and you've got two talented people behind her. With and two different styles of wrestling, I might add. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you've got this stale element of Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. But then you've got these three show up. And they're mm -hmm. outside the ring. They get in the ring. And they square up to Bianca. And now Bianca's outnumbered. And let's be honest, she's in big fucking trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Becky has got nowhere to go at this point. But this is why I like it creatively now Becky after shaking Bianca's hand rolls back in the ring and stands with Bianca and stares them out yeah. now we've got a story Yeah. we can now move on something a yeah. faction warfare maybe we can have a third person yeah. maybe yeah. an Asuka have to deal with a, because we've got EO there Yeah. maybe someone like that they're going to need someone else to that help third, deal with yeah, them. That third person is going to need to be brought in, but then you've got the possibility maybe someone else can be brought up from a, um, AEW. Maybe someone else can be brought up from NXT. Possibly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Could be anyone. Yeah. Could be anybody. But now it's interesting. Yeah. Instead of fading to black off of Ace, yeah. a match that we've seen a million times. It also gives Belair three new fresh opponents yeah. as well if they decide perfect. to get that absolutely and perfect and that is the creativeness of Triple H yeah. that is what he's done he's, he is now that's my example of why I enjoyed the pay-per-view so much and this happens a lot you've, you've like you, you pointed out there you've got the um, you know the, the knowledge 
of NXT straight away from Triple H having his you know mm. creative, creative point of view coming from NXT. He knows Bianca Belair. He knows Io Shirai. He knows Dakota Kai. Was he Becky Lynch there when he was sort of running it? I as think well? so as well. Yeah. yeah. His time. So yeah. you've automatically got those, you know, the seasoned ones that have already come up from NXT in the, you know, Bel Air, for example, and Bailey and Lynch. Now you've got two fresh face ones who are <coughs> fucking ridiculously but, talented. But wrestlers. this is wrestling one hundred and one. This is yeah. like how uh, things work. It, think of it like a production line. Yeah. You have a leader, and then you have two people underneath. Yeah. Who learn off that leader? They they stay mid card for a little while yeah. or interferers, and then eventually they may move up. You yeah. can do it a multitude yeah. of ways. You can either have one of them to pose the leader, yeah. or naturally something happen where that the group just splits and they go yeah. off, and they're they're powerful by association. Yeah, yeah. Them, there's a lot of options there here, is, and that's yeah. why I'm got, so you, big on factions. Prime example from what like what you were talking about earlier with um, the shield. You had Reigns as the muscle, Rollins as the wrestler, and you got the you know the 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 talker, the, the talker, which was um, Ambrose. Ambrose, and that's why now it's a legendary thing. Yeah, you've got that with them three already. Yeah, Bailey's a talker. She's great on a mic. She really is. She's great. I in do the ring, like Bailey. But she is great on a mic. Dakota Kai, as much as she doesn't look it, she is a fucking powerhouse. She's much like Bel Air. She's a very, very good striker. She's martial artist. She doesn't look like a powerhouse, but she fucking well is. And then you've got Shirai, who is just an amazing wrestler. Absolutely amazing wrestler. You've got the makings of an outstanding fraction there, and well done to Triple H for bringing that in. That is a perfect stamp to put on your first paper. That was a statement of intent. That was to show everyone immediately off the bat I'm here. I, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. You can expect people who may you may have thought have been released and you'll never see again. Yeah. You know, when you do it in the first match, you're thinking to yourself, and you, everyone else must have been thinking yeah, yeah. of this, who's coming out as well? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if you bring out two, yeah. you're going, here you are, fill yeah. your fucking plate. There's two of them. But to bring, come back. To bring us one next. Yeah, and now you're looking at other matches. Yeah. Yeah. And to bring out one, and then bring out another one, and then bring out another one, like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. like wow. Because yeah. I, this is why I like the pay-per-view so much, because after that happened, I was then thinking to myself, so I was looking at Champa when he come down, and I was thinking, oh. is Gargano <laughs> gonna going to be the person I thought it was going to be you there know were so the AJ many, one yeah, I thought it was going to so, be Gargano yeah, because there were that would so have made many rumours coming out about that yeah, because I he has really, he's been putting um, pictures and videos on his Instagram lately of him training mm. I think it's going to happen I think it'll happen at some point it is going to happen yeah but I think that's now because Triple H is in charge yeah yeah could you see Sasha and um, my only coming back now Triple H is in uh, charge uh, I wouldn't bring him back <laughs> no neither would I Anyway, we're going to yeah, so I'm not going in. No, it was a good, good, uh, it was. good way um, to start I mean, the show. We, we talked about it earlier on, um, we, you know, with other matches on there. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the um, Street Profits and the Usos, which takes a lot for me to say because I really don't like the Usos. I was disappointed by this match. I thought their first one was better. I will agree with you, yeah. I it was. really liked the Usos and <laughs> <laughs> not too keen on the Street Profits. <laughs> 
I don't okay. mind this <laughs> thing, Bobby. Okay, I loved the creative. Yeah, I loved the ending. Brilliant ending. Because the Street Profits, and you have to look at this from moving forwards from a storyline point of view, they've now been beaten twice. Mm. And frustration. Go back and watch the match and watch Montez Ford's face. Because Montez Ford's face is very hard to read. Mm. Is he turning into that sort of psychotic hill? Is he looking down and just going to break? Or is he just dejected? That is the sort of seeds that you plant at the end of a match to move something forwards because where do these street profits go now? That is the closest I have ever seen, facial expression-wise, to somebody matching Brian Pillman. That was an amazing shot, an expression of like frustration, anger, (coughs) rage. He fucking nailed that. But, as we did talk earlier, I've got to give props to Angelo Dawkins he was brilliant in that match. Absolutely brilliant. And he thoroughly deserves it. I know a lot of the, you know, the talk is always about Montez Ford, but Angelo Dawkins was, he that was a shining moment yeah. for him. Absolutely he deserves respect brilliant. as well. Massive, yeah. massive respect to Dawkins for that. I was a bit disappointed by Jeff Jarrett. I know he was there because of him working for the company and being Nashville yeah. and everything. But I would have liked to him, I don't know, maybe even done a guitar shot somewhere along the line <laughs> just someone, something yeah. just calling someone slap nuts, slap nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did call someone slap nuts did he? at the start really? I, I believe so oh, if, he, he, if he didn't he told them both off he'd give them a count of five and pulled yeah, them apart yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I, this, that's what I, I was genuinely expect, like you said earlier Johnny I was expecting a guitar to come out of yeah, that point yeah well, I thought it'd be something yeah but yeah even coming down on a horse or something <laughs> 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 I don't think they'd have been happy about clearing up all shit off the ramp. Probably not, fair. no. Um, but yeah, one match that I, I was a bit confused by was the Judgment Day versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Now, it was a like a no DQ match, like anything goes, but they but went where, to the but where side. Did it go? Yeah, it was like, a tag match. It kind of got a few weapons in at the end. Yeah, this, this is weird, this match, because actually, from the way that I saw it right he it did start as a tornado yeah for about two three minutes yeah. and then, and then what I didn't yeah and then what, what I didn't get was then both I think it was Dominic and Damien Priest it might have been I can't remember but then both of them got out of the ring yeah. and stood on the apron <laughs> yeah. and I was like this is a no fucking DQ guys this is a grudge match it's basically if this it, again reality if this was real Right, and a fight. Fucking Rhea Ripley would be up there as well. You'd all be up there, wouldn't you? This is my key point. What the fuck was the point of her being there? I don't know. To me, she looks like they're they're pinning her as the leader. Maybe they thought Rey Mysterio's daughter was going to come out as well. Well, Tuck. Can we not get past this fucking feud? What's the point? Oh, I just don't know. What I, is the I, fact, genuinely? What is the fucking point of it? I don't think there's any coming back for the Judgment Day. It's done. They need to leader. Judgment Day is upon them. Yeah, it's done. It, it, I'm sorry, it's done. It's it's the most pointless fucking feud I've seen for the last ten years. <coughs> it's point. So, it's fucking pointless. I'm done. Yeah, with I'll it. give you a creative then, right? What if 
they just stop. (laughs) 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 So I do think there's traction in it. What if Edge gets the better of them with whoever, whoever he wants for a little while, right? right? Celebrating in the ring. So obviously you've got this brood entrance. We'll talk about that because I thought he looked terrible, Edge. Oh, I thought he looked terrible as well. Uh, like Billy Jean. He did look like Billy Jean. That's the first thing I thought when he came down. I thought he's got Michael Jackson's fucking jacket. Yeah, honestly, on. honestly, well, he ran out of there was going to be a... Yeah. Well, he ran out of his own clothes and got Shinsei Nakamura. See, he this, is, on guitar. <laughs> this is what I like to do when I look at something, uh, you know, what if Edge gets better of them, mm-hmm. the lights go down, mm-hmm. right, lights come back up, but it's a spotlight, it's on the side, right, Scarlet stands in there, at Edge, turns the egg timer over, Oh. Oh. goes black. Oh. Don't have to say anything else. That's it. Oh. Then you don't see anything, and Edge comes out for a promo. You don't talk about it for a little while. You don't yeah. have to do this straight away. So Edge comes out for a promo at some point, maybe a month, two months down the line. Yeah. Lights go out again. Scarlet's not there this time. But the egg time is there and it's run out. Lights go out again. Lights come on. All the Judgment Day are standing behind Edge and in the middle, with a suit on, in that sinister thing, he's carrying cross. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Have, yeah. you, have you read some of the... Um... He's the perfect leader yeah, for that group. Because that was his whole shtick. Yeah, like, was. your judgment is upon you. You're mm. this, you're that. Remember all these vignettes? Yeah. He'd have Scarlet, he'd have the entrance. Triple H would be all over it because he's NXT. Yeah. He made yeah. him champion. He was brilliant. Perfect fit. Well, sorry, they were brilliant in NXT. Perfect fit. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. The other name that I did read up was that was dropped in there as well was the obvious one, which was Bray. I don't think Bray would work. I don't I think he's got to be a single. I don't want him to come back in a fraction again. I want him to come back on his own. Yeah, I prefer him by himself. I I don't think we'd work with him in there. No. So, can we lead on to some other good moments? The Survivor... uh, Fuck it, Survivor Series. (laughs) SummerSlam, sorry. Uh, The main event. Is it Logan Logan Paul? Fuck (laughs) off. I'm I'm not talking about him. I don't don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm going to say... Two things. I agree totally with Stuart. I don't like him. No, no, I don't. Don't like him one little bit. But I'd be lying if I said that he wasn't impressive. I can't lie. I felt nothing for that match. Other than why the fuck are they wasting Tommaso Ciampa on it? Exactly what I was about to say. What a why fucking he, waste. Why I don't dress like the Just, yeah, you read my mind. I think... Triple H has got a plan in mind for I all that. I fucking hope to God he has because he is wasted at the moment. Since the day he was brought up, he has been wasted. I remember when he said, if he ever gets called up, he'd retire. We said that on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I know. You know, look at him. I swear to God, he must have known something was coming to sit this bullshit out. He must have. He'll be fine. But with Logan Paul, though, now this Miz thing's kind of over, hopefully. Oh, is, it though, is it though? What's he next? won. 
It's not over. I'm telling you now, it ain't over. We're going to see more he, of this. He needs I'm to be. Said, Paul contract, I nearly said something that I said. He needs I'd to never be an attraction. He can't go on the roster. No one will accept. Well, has so. he signed a full-time contract? He Apparently, has. he has signed a full-time contract. Um, money in the bank winner next year. Oh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, if he wins that money, if he wins money in the bank, I'm done. I'm I'm out permanently. I'm done. Fuck off. I'm not talking about that. The, issue, the issue with him is is that he does bring a lot of viewers with him. That's the biggest issue oh, that the, the why he which, could. Which is why I don't get it. He's a fucking knob. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's just my personal opinion. I know millions of kids out there. No, definitely. I enjoy. I I just don't understand why he's a fucking knob. I enjoy your rage. I'm eating my pizza, (laughs) so just give me a chance. Fuck him and fuck his brother. Fucking idiots! He'll be in next. He'll be a tag team. I thought he was going to interfere. Logan Express. (laughs) But he was on his own, wasn't he? Uh, Logan. I thought to myself, I can see. Brother fucking interfering in this. Do you know what the one thing I did enjoy? Because obviously that dickhead came out wearing that like the rarest Pokemon card oh, in his first <laughs> match, didn't he? And the Miz came out with a Polaroid of him uh, <laughs> <laughs> slamming his face against the floor. I thought that was brilliant. That is literally the only part of that match I enjoyed. I don't care. I don't fucking care about him. I don't give a shit that he signed a full-time contract. I don't want to see him in pay-per-views. He's a dick. I don't fucking care. I really don't. I, I enjoyed watching John Stewart fuck John Cena over more than watching him in the ring. And John Stewart, he's a great comedian, a fucking brilliant host, but he was shit in the ring. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I think you have fuck to have off. a word with Triple H about this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, see, I will. Honestly, Paul, if you're listening, fucking have a word. I know it's your father-in-law that signed the twat, but fuck me, come on. It's got to be a clause in there I somewhere. I say what, Triple H, Stephanie, look, have placed about it on the pictures, didn't oh. I? Have you seen the pictures? <laughs> yeah. Don't, just, just fucking rub the salt in my eyes, mate. Fucking hell. Oh. I know our good friend Rob Shepard's excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I read that uh, last Hello, time. Rob. Yes, I read that as well. <laughs> Fuck Logan Paul. Anyway, okay. I'm getting away from this because I'm just going to go on and on and on and on. I don't know James enjoys it, but he's, he's genuinely pissing me off. Let's go back to the let's go to the main event. Oh, what about Michael Cole? Um, did you? I quite liked his um, commentating. He, um, it was who was it? Um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? The other commentator guy, Corey Graves. Corey Graves. That's it. Oh, did you know, he fuck him at all. <laughs> I can't stand Corey Graves. Why is he? Well, I know why. He wins there. worst commentator of the oh, year every like year him. just because he's and shit. Yeah, I never have liked him. I could do a better fucking... I, do you know what, actually? I'm looking at the first thing in front of me, which is a cola bottle fucking Harry Bow, and that could do a better job <laughs> commentating than him. Hasn't he um, been cleared to come back to wrestle? Who gives a fuck? Sure, he has. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was he a good wrestler in NXT? I don't remember. No, he was shit. I don't remember. He was, he was like a uh, punk version of, again, Randy Orton. Like this sort right. of bad boy yeah, version. Shit. Bad boy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so Michael Cohen. <laughs> he, he was a bad boy who wore like cut off little fucking uh, cut off like jean jacket sort of shit. Exactly. Shit. And he had a mohawk. He did have a mohawk, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And he used to lean up against Edgy against the fucking turnbuckle. <laughs> Do you remember all this? Yeah, it's coming back to me now. It was shit. 
Oh. I'm going to keep saying this every time we talk about him. It's shit. Corey Graves. Shit. He's married to Candice as well, isn't he? Carmella. Carmella. Carmella, that's it, yeah. <laughs> when you're in a substitute I'll do it that's who I thought was going to be replacing um, <laughs> Matt Riddle I'm going to vote I'll do it I don't know if she watched that that would be fucking great <laughs> anyway uh, yeah my problem <laughs> He was, um, yeah, Corey Graves went to him, um, oh, I preferred it when you didn't have an opinion. And um, Malco was like, he sort of went off, started talking about wrestlers and wrestler. Addressing the crowds as yeah. fans. Yeah, he completely, like, just, he changed. He goes, a lot of things have changed um, since then. Yeah. And he even mentioned um, the big boss man versus the Mountie from SummerSlam 91. Yeah, which, you know, I remember like, that. Yeah, I remember, I remember him saying that. That was brilliant. Yeah, he just kind of like, it was completely different. It's, it's freedom. Cut. They've got freedom yeah. to talk about wrestling yeah, now. Yeah, there's a man shouting in his ear. But yeah, I was. Oh, you ever yeah. heard Mick Foley talk about that? Oh yeah, he hated it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the reason he left to go to TNA? Or yeah, because they put him on the announce thing, and yeah. all he got was a load of fuck shoved down him by Vince. Yeah, God, Mick, my boy. <laughs> Let's talk about the main event. Yeah, it was excellent. It. Yeah, it was their really best match, it. their best one. Hopefully, yeah. their last one. Yeah, I I do hope so. Uh, I know for, it's for a couple of years at least. Yeah, I know it's obviously gone out with Brock, obviously uh, losing um, the interference. That's actually the first time I've had in, you know that had interference from the Usos that I actually liked and felt was needed. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. it Paul Heyman a... getting an F five through the table—that oh, yeah. was fucking hilarious. It was just a spectacle, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it was brilliant. Can we address the key element for this match though? The tractor. The tractor. <laughs> Now, as far as wrestling, you know, wrestling, wrestlers, vehicle entrances, that has got to be up there, one of my absolute favourites. Didn't he bring it before? Was it a forklift last time? Back in 2003? Uh, he show? brought a forklift that was, uh, or judge, that was a judgment day. Was it judgment day? And he jumped off the top of it, didn't he? That, that, was, was, that was one of his best matches at that point. Yeah. That was a hardcore match. The same sign about, is that his first last man standing match? What was that match then? When he brought the forklift down. Can't remember. Don't. Yeah, because Which, didn't he hold the big show down? Yeah, because okay. I thought that. It's funny See, you bring that up. So I thought there was a big show match. Because I there? thought that was going to happen last night, him holding down again. Sorry, uh, to, go on a, sorry to go on a tangent, but as you just said with the whole first, last thing, can we just address the Drew, Ma- Drew McIntyre moment on the ramp? Oh, yeah. When he managed to fuck up completely. <laughs> <laughs> But I will give him his due credit. He recovered that like an absolute legend. Is that when he mentioned about the? the he said it was their first, first last. It was their first ever match, and it wasn't. Day. It was their last. But he, he, he no, he's starting the piss. Wasn't he? No, that was a genuine fuck oh, up. I thought he was taking the piss. No, no he's turned the piss. He really it happened so much. He realised. You could see in his face. He realised that he'd said the wrong thing. And then he was just looking around for things to go. And it's their first time doing this. And what's your name? What's your name? I this thought he'd done that on purpose no, to show I, it was the first honestly, time. Honestly, I think that was a genuine fuck okay. up. Oh, he, I thought that was a part of the promo. No. To I, go, as if to go right. to the crowd, we're fed up with this. This is the first time in, in Nashville. <laughs> Like I that? Think, yeah, I think it was just... He made a fuck up. Okay, I mean, if you, right. you can see the worry on his face. 
he knew he'd fucked up he knew he said the wrong thing (laughs) but fair play to him for picking the kid out and asking his name (laughs) the kid's name Colt and he got a chance (laughs) (laughs) I thought as strange as that moment was with Drew because I thought it was kind of strange like the promo and everything but I thought he did a fantastic job actually I thought he'd come across as really likeable yeah He's got to be fair. He's got to. He's coming into home ground. He's coming back to Britain for the first pay per view in thirty years in the UK. Mm. He, I, just, I just thought as a wrestling product, anyway, like as a, as a face come across. What I did like because he's been bigging up this sword. I thought he shot on the sword because he went. I'm gonna hold up my magic sword. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's fed up with that sword. He's not going anywhere with him. Yeah, and it doesn't do him any good because he's a, ba- he, he's a hard bastard anyway. He doesn't, he doesn't need, need it. He doesn't need it. But he's named after his late mum, so, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's... Uh, because it's not his, it's Vince's sword, exactly, isn't it? Have you heard yeah. the story of that? Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's something. Maybe he can sort of send it back to him now. Mm. <laughs> Shall we uh, talk about a couple other things that have been going on in the pro wrestling world? We can do. Um... We've got the whole SummerSlam one out of the way. As a whole, yeah. we were very impressed with it. Yeah. Um, which now leads us to the Clash of the Castle. Yes. Five weeks which time. Obviously, we can't do. We're not going to do any predictions at the moment because we've got nothing on the card really. We haven't got anything, but we will be giving it a review because we're going. Ta-da. We've got Drew Reigns. Well, we've got Drew and Reigns. Yes. They're already building that up. They yeah. said that at the end of the main yeah. event. They said, "How is Drew but, McIntyre going to beat this man?" Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to briefly talk AEW. Um, I've got to be honest. At the moment, I do feel it's gone. It's going a little bit stale. Um, I am massively, massively loving the Christian Cage and Jungle oh, yes. Boy. Yeah. Um, I love, I've always loved Christian as a heel. Yeah. Always. He's always much better. I've as a always heel. liked Christian. Um, Just in general. What's genuinely been really enjoyable to watch is an aggressive side of Jungle Boy come out. The past week, the yeah. promo, yeah, the interview. That last promo was phenomenal. I mean, I, my the hairs on my arm stood up at that. That was that was you know full blown emotional. That was brilliant. However, my issue with AEW is blading. My issue is they lack direction. I think that I think the honeymoon period for AEW is over. I think they're in a transitional phase now where the next maybe two years is extremely mm. important mm. in their progression to see where they're going to go. Because they've fired their big shots. They've fired their Omega, uh, yeah. their Omega versus Moxley's. Mm. Their, you know, all the big matches they've done. Now they've got to rebuild yeah. and yeah, come yeah, back yeah. up with your Wardlows yes. and your yeah. MJFs and, and everyone still, like yeah, that. And we, I'm not we're sure. We're still, still right. unaware yeah. about MJF we, we don't at the know. moment. It, it's all very, very hush-hush. But like I said, I mean... And, but, and let's just interject in. Mm. If I was AEW, I would be terrified at the fact that Raw is now TV14 yeah. and MJF, if there is something going on... yeah. Is tr- trying is to get going to happen because if they lose him, they're in real trouble. I'm telling you that now. Yeah, they're in real trouble because he is their linchpin. He is the person who's kept them actually. He's been, he's been there from day one, and, and he is a crowd puller. And yeah. 
he's the person who, if you go on YouTube or anything like that, he's stuffed with punk, oh, he's yeah. stuffed with Jericho, all that. That's the stuff the majority of people look up, I'm afraid. Not, nine times out of ten, if you type MJF into YouTube, do you know what the top one that comes up all the time is? Probably punk. It is. Haven't they taken, AEW taken most of MJF stuff off? They yeah, but we're not, sure, we're not sure if it's a shoot or no. a work. Yeah, yeah. No, my, yeah, that's true, yeah. My issue is, and obviously where I do feel, well, I think we all feel that AEW at the moment is growing a bit stale, that they are constantly relying on blading and blood. Yeah, I, I posted something about this not too long ago, about yeah. too much blood being involved. I don't mind the odd bit of blood, especially if it's in a feud, and it can sometimes yeah. elevate the feud as well. Um, but yeah, sometimes it can be too much, especially, for example, John Moxley. Every yes. single match that he has, he, yeah. he bleeds. Yeah. And I, I just think it's too much. If it's a pay-per-view, every pay-per-view, then I think it's fine. But every week, like, I think he wrestled last week and he still bled. Yeah. And I think he was on Rampage on Friday and he bled again. I'm, I'm starting to feel a Goldberg comparison here where he just bleeds at the, touch of, you know, at, at the drop of a hat. And I, I do like Moxley, I yeah. really do. But there is no need to do it for every match. It's... But then he does the other shows away from AEW, yeah. like the GCW and all that other stuff, and he bleeds for that as well. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, there's, there's love for your craft, but it's not needed all the time. You've got some amazingly talented wrestlers in there, you know, and don't get me wrong, they have been pushing these big names up. We've got the recent addition of uh, Cesaro. Yeah. Um, that's just been added to the Blackpool Combat Club. Great, that's a hell of a talent you've signed there. I'm now starting to wish that the WWE hadn't released him, and I think Triple H will have done something fucking magical with him, to be honest. Yep, I agree. Um, Isn't he the Ring of Honor? He is the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Have you okay. watched that match? I haven't, no. It's Look, fucking phenomenal. It caused that guy to leave. That other guy, yeah, He put in his notice straight after the match. It, but it was a great match. What's everyone think of that guy? Because I, I don't see anything special. No, not nah, at all. He's not. Special he, the only reason that match was phenomenal was because of Cesaro. To, to the point of, yeah. I can't even remember his name on this. No, I'm uh, struggling no. right now to think, no. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the standout match as well was obviously um, uh, another uh, Blackpool Combat Club was um, Daniel Garcia and uh, Wheeler Utah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Great I, match. I also haven't seen it. I haven't really watched I've, the pay per view. When we talked previously. I can't about, watch AW at the moment. I think it's crap. When we, talk, when we talked about previously of, you know, uh, stars in the making, mm. I watched that match and tell me that Utah's not one in the making. Probably He's is. brilliant. He's really, really good. He needs a bit of work with the mic skills. Yeah, but think, was holding him back a little bit. I think you've put him with the right people to do that. Mm, yeah. yeah. If you're under the wing of William Regal, what better person to have, you know, as a, uh, you know, yeah. your, your mentor? I like the idea of the Blackpool Combat Club, but I'm finding everything else stale. One other match, <clears> um, that I, you know, talking Ring of Honour, um, and they're always brilliant when they work together, was FTR and the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of their matches they've had together. Who you know? No, mate, you missed have. out. I might have to go back and rewatch them. FTR, hands down, I think one of the best tags of the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Well, this tag team division, especially moving back to WWE, the tag team division needs serious work. Yeah. Uh, 
So AEW have probably got the advantage of their but yeah, they've got the massive upper hand there because uh, we all know that you know Vince shit on. There was never FTR. A, yeah. Or what you know uh, what were they known as before? Um, revival. The revival. You know, in NXT they were pushed. And they were pushed. And you wanted them to dress up in those costumes, yes. didn't you? Like yeah. Jokers or something. They made them fucking shave each other's backs. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, like what the fuck? What the absolute fuck? Oh, and yeah. I think I'm pretty sure <laughs> they actually joked about that on one of their recent promos. Yeah, I probably they did. took the piss out of it. But if anyone out there in listener land, you know, if you've never watched an FTR and versus the Briscoes, you have got a lot of classic matches to watch. Absolutely brilliant. Um, although one of the recent matches, I can't remember where it was from, but it was an indie circuit one, I think, um, where uh, the, the Briscoes were taking the piss out of each other in a very like aggressive style promo, as they normally do on their farm, um, where Mark, I think, uh, got knocked out on a table that is, uh, sorry, a solid oak door that his brother went to pick out. No. You've got a lot more knowledge about modern wrestling than me, mate. I don't watch any of that. He went face first into it and knocked himself out fucking cold. (laughs) But they're a brilliant any of that? I haven't, no. No, No, honestly, YouTube, watch them. They're they're great when they have matches against anyone else anyway, but when you put FTR and the Briscoes in the ring together, you've got an instant classic. They are fucking outstanding together. Check that out. They are so good. Um... You know what tonight is, don't you? What's that? Ric Flair's last match. Oh, yeah. Woo! Thoughts? Oh, me? Yeah, I'll give my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> this is going to sound bad. I don't care. The only thing... <laughs> the only thing... The, so the, the only thing that I hope is that... Well, two things. One, that Rick gets us out of his system. And two, that he comes out of the ring healthy. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's all I've got yeah, to say. I will give them that, but I genuinely do hope this is the last one. I don't know how many times I can watch a 102-year-old in the ring. Get well, in. How many times has he retired? I think the first time oh. was Bash of the uh, Beach 94 no. against Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and then 98, he retires. And then Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Sort of like a forced retirement. But yeah, I... Um, the only thing I'm really interested in... I think he retired in, in WCW about 25 times. Probably, yeah. Didn't, didn't, weren't he also in Jason and the Argonauts? <laughs> I'm sure he was one of the monsters. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah, I'm, the thing I'm most looking forward to is the actual um, the video. The, yeah, that's well. The, the, the video, <laughs> by, just the end. Just yeah. Fuck off! The I'm credits retired. coming up. Stay retired. <laughs> What's the card like for that? The card's actually quite good. Is it? Yeah, it's quite, I haven't um, seen any of it. The only one I know is uh, there is about yeah. eight or nine matches on it. I know that there's. A, I know that there is actually a card. Really? Yeah. yeah like I thought I genuinely thought this was just a televised one-off match. No, no, so it's a proper it's full it, pay-per-view. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Who else is on it? So the um, Ric Flair's last match card looks like this. Uh, you got Ric Flair and Andrade uh, against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. You've got the Impact World Title match: Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Who the fuck are they? Jacob Fatu is in... great. Are they? Yeah. And Jacob Fatu... Let's have a look. Jacob Fatu, isn't he related to the, the Rock and everyone? Um, but he works in MLW. I think you're right, yeah. I don't know who's any of them. Are you watching... Because uh, do you watch, like, Impact now? Not really. I didn't realise he was on that, but unless that's just... Uh, sure. Do you know who that is? 
Josh Alexander, isn't he? That guy, like, he's a, a wrestler with ear protectors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Kurt yeah. Angle, but with the ear protectors. Yeah. Yeah. He's honestly yeah. like Watch you, really good. you got, for the first time ever, the Briscoes versus the Von Eriks. Okay. Who's, who's, what who the Von Eriks said? They are related. Yeah, sons are, yeah. or something. Yeah. Have sure. you seen them? No. I haven't, no. No. You've got a return grudge match, Killer Cross with Scarlett versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. That might be quite okay. good. Yeah. Interested, yeah. Tag team dream match, the Wolves versus the Motor City Machine Guns. That'll be awesome. A triple A attraction match, Ray Phoenix versus Bandido versus Laredo Kid versus Torres. Okay. Four-way match: Jonathan Grisham, Grisham versus Alan Angels versus Nick Wayne versus Konosuke Takashi. Apologies for our yes. terrible. You got a ladies triangle match: Rachel Ellerin, who is Paul Ellerin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jordine. Grace? Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. That's Jordan Grace. Yes, the whole yes. Benoit thing. And Diona Perezzo. Diona Perezzo. Yeah, she's she's she's, yeah. she's 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 average. You got a legacy match, Ricky and Kerry Morton with Robert Gibson versus Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson. Okay. NJPW Young Lions match, Ren Narita versus Yuya Yemura. And you have a bunkhouse battle royal. Okay. So it's quite a. What's a bunkhouse battle royal? It's just a battle royal, isn't it? Well, I think. In, a, in a bunkhouse. Don't you like win money at the end, I think, or something? I thought or you won a bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The winning gets to sleep over. <laughs> what was that bloke called who was in WCW? He's called Bunkhouse stuff, wasn't he? Bunkhouse Buck. Yeah. yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, He's like it. a dirty cowboy. That's it, yeah. yeah. He, um, yeah, he was teamed with... Um, <laughs> he stepped uh, Colonel Parker with him. Yeah, he teamed with... Um, oh. Yeah, that was a tag team. They were called something. Dirty, dirty Dick. Um, <laughs> dirty Dick. <laughs> 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 that's a condition. <laughs> 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 Dirty Dick Bruiser, I think he's done. That's even worse! Sounds like a dodgy porn star. I'm pretty sure that was it. Dirty Dick Bruiser, Bunkhouse Buck, Colonel Robert Parker. Uh, it's like the. Um, I'll tell you what, that could have been a fucking story, uh, bad story. We could have done the Sherry one. Do you remember the one when Sherry was going to marry him and yes. she got amnesia? Have you yes. ever oh my God. We'll save that for another one. <laughs> we'll Basically, Harlem Heat and that team with Dirty Dick in it. Yeah. That's, that's that, stable, weren't they? I think mm, they were called. Yeah. They have a match and Sherry somehow gets involved and hits her head. But Colonel Parker fancies her yeah. and has made advances to her before. And now she can't remember, but she's realised she loves him and jumps all over him. And oh, they go and get so. they go and get married. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, Medusa gets involved and hits Sherry over the head, and she comes back to normal. Yes, yeah, I think I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's one of the little uh, Las Vegas chapters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, but it's like five times. I think terrible. Okay. Um, the other guy. Should, it, the Dungeon of Doom should have been there. Oh, yeah, well. you know. oh Bunkhouse Buck. No, no, I've said him. No, we said him. Blacktop Bully. 
That was the other one. <laughs> who, was, who was actually Repo Man, but with black top bully. He had a red shirt on and a bald head. That was it. And I can't and remember him. A big dick bruiser. Oh, no, not big bruiser. <laughs> I don't think he exists, Charlie. <laughs> I'm going to... Anyway... <laughs> Needless to say, the, the card for Red Flair's last match is looking yeah, not bad, to interesting, be fair. Interesting. Yeah, there are some good looking matches on there. Each um, also featuring almost the death of Ric Flair. Yes. <laughs> Which hopefully dive. won't happen. Suicide dive to the other side. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, we'll wrap up. Just like to say thanks again for everyone that's taken the time to uh, reach out and get involved in our topics. And speaking of topics, it's my pick. So, for our next episode, our top three, we shall be discussing our top three NXT title matches. Okay. Now, it can be any title, tag team, women's title, men's title, North American title, doesn't matter, just so long as it is an NXT title. I think we've got some fantastic matches to choose from there. And did, then, sorry, did the winners of the original NXT, the very first one, when they didn't have matches, they were doing the obstacle courses around the rings, did they win titles for anything? Does that include... That's that's not included, is it? Well, why <laughs> would you pick one of them? <laughs> did, did they win a title? <laughs> no, no, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they won first place. Which you, can win the title. Title. you can win the title for most ridiculous fucking answer right there. I don't know. <laughs> who fucking won those? I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. I just remember Wade Barrett falling over a barrel, I think. Oh, yeah, Wade Barrett won one. <laughs> I remember, anyway. Daniel, I remember da- uh, Brian Danielson taking the piss out of it. Do you remember he's going around slow on purpose so to take him off? Because he was he was taking the piss out of it. He was like carrying the barrel and doing a dance going, oh, no, no, like this. Oh, didn't they have to stand in the ring another time as well and have to like. Get, well, that might have been season two, but they had to stand in the ring and get given words, and one what of them the had fucking a fucking <laughs> oh Yeah, that's one of the worst promos ever. That it's a tall, big man. He goes, "What?" Yeah, he goes, "What is a mustache?" He goes, "It's hair on the front of your lip," and then he just stops. That was it. That's all we could think of. Yeah, and then, and and he was. <laughs> It's awful. So, I'll go back and announce that once more. Our top three for our next episode will be our top three NXT title matches. And no, Johnny, that does not fucking include obstacle courses. Or moustaches. Or moustaches. 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 Our best of moments, I'm going to pick our best Survivor Series elimination match. That's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Five on five. Uh, or four on four. Yeah, well, yeah four. five on five. Well, they used to say teams of five strive to survive. Yes. Ooh, very well remembered. <laughs> and also, of course, we'll be covering anything else that happens in the pro wrestling circuit. Um, hopefully, we'll be announcing that Ric Flair survived and is alive <laughs> and well in his next match. I hope so. <laughs> He's been frozen and going to be waking up yeah, in 150 yeah, yeah. years' time. <laughs> Good God, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> and, um, I'd like to see it, that should be a good story, right? Like. Hopefully, hopefully by the next episode we'll also have some stuff to talk about on Clash at the Castle. Um, we'll hopefully have some matches announced by this point and we'll know what's coming up. Yeah, so we'll do one before Clash. We'll Absolutely, and then obviously the following month on episode 9 we'll be giving our review on it. Yes. So um, We'll also have uh, hopefully some... Some good videos yeah. coming from the actual 
arena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, I posted on a, on a, um, a WWE Clash at the Castle um, forum that's on Facebook. Um, we're hopefully going to be, you know, around the stadium at some point, and just, you know, we're going to be reaching out to anyone that actually wants to take part in an interview. So, um, if anyone out there in listening land and you know tag your mates this that and the other, we'll um, we'll just shoot the shit about what's we'll going have, on. We'll have to get some t-shirts made up. Mm. We'll design our own ones. We'll oh, yeah, with a big sign saying that, "Top Top 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 That has actually been thought of. Getting t-shirts for. We could event. design our own ones. Pin, <laughs> kind of felted pins. Just yeah. says a cold stormy night. <laughs> James would say, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty fucking much, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks again, everyone. Cheers for tuning in. Yes. And, um, <laughs> where the fuck did you go from that? <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, everyone, for taking the time to reach out to us, uh, get involved in all the activity on the um, Facebook page. Um, don't forget to go out there and like and subscribe to any of our other pages on YouTube, on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, anything that we're part of, go out there, subscribe to what we do. We do it for you guys as much as ourselves. We love everything that everyone else gets involved in. Um, thanks for everything, the support, the comments, you name it. It's, it's yeah. so appreciated. Yeah, yeah. just give I got anything to add, by the way. I'm just sitting here listening to you. Sorry. Fucking carrying this at the moment. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I know you're tired, mate. You are. Give us five minutes. I will say you're doing really well. Thank you very much. Doing really fucking well, mate. Appreciate you. But yeah, no. Finally, someone's something. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been emotional as always. We've had some laughs. We've had some tears. We've had some dark and stormy nights. We have had some very dark and stormy nights, and also explosions. Oh, yes. Yeah, like you said, thanks to everyone for getting involved. Um, I think we've got over 300 members now on the Facebook page. Yeah, thanks uh, ever so much, and welcome to all our new yes. listeners as well. Yeah, just remember thank, to yeah. share that page share, as well. Share like. Where, wherever you are in the states or South America and Canada yeah. and Europe, the Far East, we, we've you know we're, we're starting to branch out. We've got a lot of people from different countries all around the yes. world that are actually enjoying what us three fucking idiots talk about <laughs> I, wish I can't believe we're big in Brazil I know oh, but yeah fucking brilliant isn't it <laughs> doing alright doing alright <laughs> but yeah just get it out of there uh, oh and also the um, Clash of the Castle get your own photos and videos and share them as yeah. well let us see them and if anyone wants to design a couple of t-shirts for us <laughs> yes. crack on <laughs> yeah. I'm a 3XL <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, much much appreciated as always, guys. And just to reiterate again, our, our next topics will be top three NXT title matches, no obstacle courses, Johnny, and best Survivor Series elimination matches. And as always, uh, we'll be in contact and in touch on social media. Yes. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. See you next month. Goodbye. See you, guys. <laughs>